165 Spanish announced table podcast about the wonderful world of professional wrestling. Feels nice hearing that music after a week off. Yeah, two weeks since we've done this podcast. People are upset on Twitter, like they're like, like "Bro, what am I going to do with all my sat pod stuff?" Stop trying to get the word "bra." Yeah, I know. That's you need to. When did you start doing that? I don't know. I don't know when I started, but then Warren was like, "Dude, you're doing that a lot." Yeah. So I'm not too sure. I think I dropped Duder. I don't really say Duder anymore. You did, you did nothing needed to fill that hole. Nope. Oh. Could have just left it blank. Duder. All right. You were like the only person I knew that I've ever heard use that word. Duder? Yeah. Oh, really? More yeah. common in the video game. Which I get, yeah. It's just I've never, yeah. never I heard I see that on the internet. It. So I've had people text it, uh, but I've never heard anybody actually say it oh. before you. So you were in a very select club. Nice. Not that that's a bad thing. VIP over here. Um, but yeah, no, don't, don't, don't use bra. Don't use bra anymore. That's bad. after the dog, the bounty hunter no. conversation. I think we should cut the bras that's out. That's it. That's that's the end of that. Until Matt Riddle gets signed. Uh, it is June the fifteenth of the year twenty seventeen. We did not do a podcast last week because, well, to be brutally honest, we didn't feel like doing the podcast. We uh, dwindled down to two people. Uh, I was gonna be late. Yeah. And then uh, we just were like, hey, this seems like a whole lot of reasons to drop the axe on a podcast. Well, it wasn't a pay-per-view week. It was. It, the only unfortunate thing was that Raw was so fucking good last week yeah. for me that I loved it so much. And I guess Extreme Rules had just happened as well. Yeah. And we had a new Sapod Picks Championship. That's true. We haven't even announced that. Yeah. Brando gets to hold it for maybe four days. That's <laughs> right. Well, I get to probably hold it for a week. A week. That's true. But the plates are on the belt, it. at least. Maybe fucking two, just to make a point. Were the plates on the belt when you picked it up? No, they were not. What a piece of garbage. They were still the B3 ones. What a piece of garbage. And then he didn't even know we didn't do a podcast last week, so apparently Boris doesn't listen anymore. He's too busy with his baseball, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man goes to baseball now. Too many homers. He's hitting homers all day. I gave him two reminders today to make his picks, and he isn't. As of right now, still no picks from him. So. I think he's at the gym right now. Still, you could text him in. It's not a big card. He's got until the end of the show. He's taking this loss rather hard. It's it's true. He's vanished. Yeah. He's into the oblivion. But he's training. And he'll be back. Right. Yes. Um, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about money in the bank later on today, which kinda I didn't realize was this weekend until today. Earlier today, and I'm like, oh fuck, we gotta make picks today. Mm -hmm. Because when I told Scotty to go pick up your belt. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to like maybe technically own it for four days. Yep, that's right. Which From the moment weird. I touched it to the moment I will technically lose ownership if I do, mm. four days. You seemed genuinely surprised when I gave it to you at the door. I had made my peace with the fact that I might not see that belt if I didn't <laughs> win it money in the bank. <laughs> A reign where you never get the title on TV. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well... Well, it maybe. goes in the it goes in the in the in the in the historical books and the there's a W, so I guess that's all I need. Maybe we need to institute a rule of like the loser has to get it to the winner within X amount of days. 
I think so. Like you should get See, it like within the next the, two days. My or there's a punishment. <laughs> my problem is I don't want to do it, so I didn't complain <laughs> when no fair. one would do it to me. That's fair. Like, if I got stuff going on, I'm gonna be like, I don't want to take the the the, the cardboard belt to anyone also, today. Also, <laughs> I feel like we oh. need yeah. a commissioner for the belt, Ooh. so that it's a third party, fourth party, fifth party, depending on how you look at it, uh-huh. completely removed from everything that can make decisions on ruling. So then we don't have to fight like we did that one yeah. day. <laughs> Who's it um, gonna be? Well, that's I don't thing. know. I wanted to say the creator of the belt, but I feel like there's I too much like, of a conflict yeah, of interest in that true. situation. <clears throat> Though I, she's always stoked when someone wins it who isn't me. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if that's really that much of a conflict. I nominate Mark Mageau. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah. That's okay. I nominate Ty. Oh, Ty's man, also pretty good. good. Ty's good. Okay. I nominate the Miz guy. Get out of here, <laughs> fucking Boris. Ah, walking in, walking in with walking his comments. In with his one comment there. What a guy. Um, I have something that I would like to say. Go for uh, it. It is a pitch that is uh, questionable timing. If I were you two, okay. because <laughs> I just got the belt and am now making rules to improve champions' advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, as much as I like uh, the uh, the champ, has to make his picks first, mm-hmm. so that he can't just like automatically uh like pick yeah you can't default into the majority exactly to try and like make your picks not based on merit of who Mm -hmm. you think are gonna win the matches but i think for the tiebreaker because it shouldn't get there very often the champ should have the last pick of time sure because we kind of want longer runs maybe like yeah we don't want to swap it every two weeks right so on the off chance that it does get there and the champ is in it then he should get the the pick on the tiebreaker, which will be probably the one minute or the... I like that. Yeah, yeah the little mm-hmm. Price is Right rule. Exactly. Uh, another thing I thought of, which I don't know if you guys would go for, mm-hmm. for something like Money in the Bank, how does everybody feel about everybody takes a different person? Or does everybody not want to do that? That's tough, because then someone someone's going to get, get saddled. With... Like, someone might be looking at you sideways being like, fuck, i got to pick someone else, but I know he wins. Mm. And then you feel bummed out if that guy wins. Yeah, you're like, like, I was oh, going to I wasn't pick. even stupid. I just... and I'm stuck with Tamina. God damn it. <laughs> She's the only one left. Ah! I think Carmella's still the booking odds in terms of, like, Vegas. That's... Yeah. I think we should just pick. Just pick it? Yeah. 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 I think, I think they're, they usually do a decent enough job on that money in the bank that I mm. think our picks will be different. Like, on the Fatal Five-Way... Elimination thing at Extreme Rule or not elimination at Extreme Rules. I thought it was like I was watching that match, being like, it could be anybody, any of these guys. It's true, like yeah. you can make a case for most of them. Yeah, I was shocked when Joe got that. I was like, really? They're mm-hmm. doing it? No way. Mm. Yeah, so was I. Very bittersweet because it just feels like it should be at a bigger show, like a Mania or yeah. a SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But also, you're stoked because all right, well, it's happening, so let's fucking enjoy it. Yep. I think it's gonna be. Originally, I always thought it was going to be a one-off. Like, whoever wins that Fatal 5-Way would lose to Lesnar no matter what. And now I think it might not be a one-off. I could see maybe a, a longer program between Joe and Lesnar, the way they're kind of building it on TV. But you got to think they're going to go to... I think they're going to Strowman for... Do you think they're still going to Braun? Summerland. Yeah. Okay. Summerland. <laughs> Summerfest. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scott, you had it almost down to the fucking minute. When you picked your yeah. oh really time. yeah if, if you had cool. been in the tiebreaker you would have been impossible to be cool yeah. yeah like fucking almost bang on which is pretty cool oh mm-hmm. really that's awesome just off of rough math calculating the fucking minute that the PVR records beforehand and everything else but yeah. fair enough didn't get it down to the second but yeah you cool. were fucking pretty close that's cool bang on so but it did come down to the tiebreaker and Brando yeah, won it was it. just you and me Brando won it 
which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made that. Uh, it was funny because we knew that the because you and me both had Rollins, so we knew that the outcome of that match wasn't going to yes, determine it. So, yes. so we were just watching the clock, <laughs> just cheering like, for the time. End? <laughs> Wrap it up, boys. Take it home. <laughs> yeah. There came a moment when Joe won, where I was like, "Yes!" And then I looked down at the like scorecard, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm still out. Never mind." No. <laughs> All right, uh, what's new, fellas, in the past two weeks? E3 happened. Did? You want to talk about E3 a little bit? Well, E3 sure. talker. Sure. What are you stoked about, Scotty? Um, all the fighting game stuff is pretty cool. Marvel's Capcom Infinite looks unpolished, but it doesn't come out until September, so maybe it'll look better. I'm not hating on it like everyone else is. Dragon Ball Z Fighter looks really good. You try the story mode yet? Yep. I'm, I'm it's good. It's a little stiff, though, compared to other Marvel mm-hmm. games, but it's not finished. Um, I'm going to play that Dragon Ball Z game. Yeah, and, so I apparently, uh, and I don't even like fighting games. <laughs> I don't even like Dragon Ball when I'm playing that shit. Um, all the Star Wars Battlefront stuff you got to see at EA's conference was pretty dope. Yeah, fucking Darth Maul. Yeah. I am stoked to play Darth Maul. It's funny, too, when they show him at the Naboo like, city or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's flipping around, and the one friend I'm watching E3 conferences with goes, but he's dead before this battle. I'm like, dude, it's Battlefront, man. Anything can happen. Watch, Han Solo is coming in from the side well, now. And he's going to fucking, you can control him technically on like Endor as well. Yeah. Like, it's going to be all over the place. That's is that what they're true? pushing. Yeah. I wasn't sure if yeah. that's how it was going to work because I remember in Battlefront. Across all 2, generations is what they said. Yeah, but I didn't know if it was mix and match. Yeah. Because I remember but, in Battlefront 2, like the original Battlefront 2, uh, it was like each map had. Specific, specific oh, heroes. Unless they changed it from the first battlefield, like or Battlefront, maybe. Uh, which I couldn't remember which one that was. So it was if, just you pick up that hero thing and you pick who you want to be. And it regardless could be, of yeah, what it could map be. You're then on. I'm sure they'll yeah. keep that going. Yeah. From the new Battlefront, but I remember like, oh, you got it on uh, Coruscant, and you were the bad guys. It was like that fucking yeah. Luke or it's the true. Anakin Skywalker when he cut all the kids up. Oh, and he's like emo Annie. Yeah. Dope. He's turned, but not cut in half yet. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked pretty cool too. As a person who did not enjoy the first uh, Battlefront game, uh, the first no. re- reboot of Battlefront, I I thought that looked pretty neat. And you can tell EA and Dice are like, "Hey, all the DLC for the most part is going to be free. Yeah, we're really sorry the first game didn't turn out how you expected." And yeah. the the woman who was like advertising it, I think it was the woman. Yeah, uh, she's yeah, a voice like, actor. Yeah, and she was like, "Ah, we got a lot of." Uh, uh, a lot of feedback on how good it was, and also a lot of feedback on how we can improve it. Yeah. But at least they owned it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And they get, you're getting a fucking single-player mode, which is good. That's mm-hmm. a big thing that yeah. everyone wanted. That was what it was lacking in that first one. Because how many times could you play the same maps and be troopers? Yeah. yeah. I remember being pretty disappointed when I opened it up. And I was like, oh, there's no, no single-player. Yeah. Hey, that sucks. Because that's what you want from a Star Wars game, right? It's cool they have online, but like you fucking play it to do the fucking, and it's canon too, which is insane. Mm-hmm. The know, story is work. like, yeah, I fucking can't wait. To There's see not what a lot of is. gaps in the fiction anymore. No. no. So if you're being like, oh, we'll just squeeze this in here, I was like, oh, you really got to squeeze it because we put Rogue One there. <laughs> yeah. I used to be the bomb, but like the 90s and early 2000s, like the comics and the novels could just insert story bits in everywhere. Just the six movies, and then they're like, oh, we go before the first ones, we go after the last ones, yeah. we go in the middle of the two trilogies. I'm excited for that uh, that one where the two brothers break out of prison, A Way Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks really dope. Because that, I remember, like, being a kid and always imagining them making that game where it's like, I want, like, a really good, like, like Last of Us or something level story, but I want to be able to play it with, like, a friend where they have, like, their own stuff. It's not just like, oh, you take control of a guy who looks exactly the same, but there's another one of you. Mm. 
Your soldier B. Yeah. Um, so I was watching that and being like, oh, that'd be pretty fun. I better find someone to play that way. What was way. that game called? Uh, that was kind of similar idea, but I don't know if it was as well received. Kane and Lynch or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. Kane and Lynch that. and Kane and Lynch 2 Dog yeah. Days. I heard yeah. Kane and Lynch was not very good. No. I did not play Kane and Lynch 2. I didn't play it either. Yeah. It was one of those things like it tried to be kind of like a true crime, edgy mm-hmm. thing, but while being a co-op brawler shooter at the same time and it's cool because it looks like that like we're the way the split screen works because it is split screen uh because it's coach co-op you can't play it online that was a big buzzword for this year's e3 the coach co-op yeah coach co-op. great i love yeah, I bring it back bring it back <laughs> yeah um but it will be like one of like the split screen will be down like 80 percent of the way down one side and in one little box one guy's just like milling about doing stuff and distracting then, the guard while yeah, the other guys and the other guys doing up. like fighting yeah seven people on like yeah. the other 80% of the screen or one guy's locked in a cutscene and the other guy can move around freely yeah i saw more footage of that where the guy walks into the cutscene and you can see him in the background like the player yeah. you can move i'm like that's pretty dope that's pretty cool they put that time and effort in yeah yeah that does look like a really good game uh, I think I'm most stoked about Sea of Thieves. That's the one that I'm just fucking like. Yeah, we've been counting. on board that camp for two years now. Yeah, right? since they fucking showed it last year at E3, it was just like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Fucking bring it out. I I'm thought haven't yet. Thought the new Assassin's Creed looked okay, but it like when I was watching it, I was like, oh god, I don't know if I can do another one of these. Like a whole a whole thing when I don't think it's gonna be that much different. Like a new setting is great, but. It was like, it's going to be another Assassin's Creed game. As soon as they showed Assassin's Creed, like, on screen, I was like, I'm not getting baited again. I won't do this. <laughs> See, and I haven't played one since Black Flag, so I'm kind of, like, the opposite, where I'm like, You're looking yeah, for one I'm now? Ready to yeah. get back in. Yeah. They're like Jones and okay. Ferna Creed. What's um, that other fucking pirate game? Yeah, oh, the fucking... one that Rare showed at uh, Microsoft? Uh, no, C-A-3's. the Rare one is CA3. Oh, okay. Um, I forget what it's called. Yeah. Cuphead finally got a release date. Yeah, it's was, now appeared at four E3s in a row, though. That motherfucker's right up my alley. Yeah, Cuphead. I can't I wait for Cuphead. Kind of games. Skull and Bones. Yeah. What a generic pirate title. Pirate, pirate name. I'm so confused watching it because I'm like, oh, Black Flag Two. That's cool. They're gonna release this super early or announce this super early because it's like a chick controlling the ship, mm-hmm. and then it's like, nope, this is a totally different game that just looks and plays exactly. the exact same <laughs> yeah. as Black Flag. And then she died. And I'm like, well, fuck this then. Yep. This is stupid. It sounded but, like there was a Kraken underwater. Yes, water that there. right at the end, they did yeah. a little tease. About That's a nice tease. Kraken. Spider-Man PS4 looks, looks real more, good. Yeah. I didn't see that one yet, but Warren uh, was telling me it looked pretty dope. Yep. Yep. I uh, I played those old ones. Play that one. Yeah, those really old like ones. like those old ones. Great. I think yeah. that was the first ever like PS2 game I owned was Spider-Man 1. I, I had that on the 64. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good game. Tremendous game. Tremendous. Just webbing around town. Um, what else? Well, I feel like we're missing something there. Well, there's probably some really big stuff we're missing. Nin- we didn't talk Xbox? about anything Nintendo. I haven't I seen watched Nintendo. They announced a Kirby for the Switch. Oh shit! I love Kirby. Yeah, I've never played a Kirby game. Oh really? They're pretty fun. Kirby's a nice heartwarming than, thing, but it's very simplistic. What was like, the one on the original Game Boy? Kirby probably. Kirby Dreamland. Yeah. yeah, I played a bit of that one. I was going to say, if it was the original, it might have just been called Kirby. Yeah. You ever play uh, Kirby's Dream Course? Nope. It's kind of like a overhead golfing game where you, oh, like, go- where you golf Kirby. Oh, I that. Mm. Actually, is... I played a, a racing game in a buddy's house one time. Was Kirby's it called Kirby Air Ride or Air Dash? Yeah, Air Ride, I think, yeah. where you, like, you can get out of your star and go get in another vehicle and you're trying to blow people up. Why would you ever want to get off your star? Yeah, that's what I was doing. Not a very good game, but <laughs> I also played it like last year, so... 
<laughs> yeah, maybe it didn't age well. Fold uh, that did anyone see anything new on Mario Odyssey? Odyssey? Yes. Does that look good? Uh, it does look good, except it's a little weird when you see Mario in the real world standing next to a real life. Because like, it's like he's not a human. Yeah, you're just like, so oh. the moment you realize so Mario's not a human. Mario's only as tall as that guy's waist. I always thought he was a regular Italian dude. Yeah. No, he's 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 something else. No one knows what Mario is. And they showed him on a, a big ass dinosaur, like a Jurassic Park style dinosaur. That's fucked. You're like, fuck, this looks I cool. I remember the very when they revealed that Mario was like jumping on human people's mm. heads. And yeah, now like, he does, now he does this thing where he like tosses a hat at them and then it like spins around their head and Mario takes over them. So Mario can possess humans. And you oh. that's how you control other things. Like you can do it with the uh T-Rex and shit too. I don't know if I like any of that that you just said. <laughs> That's how I felt about Mario Galaxy when they showed it. And I was like, I don't know if I like any of this. And it turned out okay. At least I was still Mario. It wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't trying to like bend the rules. Taking over T-Rexes. <laughs> bend the rules. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I got anything else. Did I thought anyone... Xbox had a good showing. Yeah, As someone I... who has both uh, consoles, I really like the Xbox console. Xbox One X. That's dumb. That's a dumb name. Yeah, yeah. that's a dumb name. You just come to expect it from them now. That's it, it's so operate. bad that, like, they used to be an okay at naming stuff like Xbox, Xbox 360. You're like, oh, that makes sense. And I, mean, I didn't think 360 made sense either, but uh, I think it, it was, was maybe called... the least yeah. offensive in hindsight. It, it didn't bother me because it seemed like it worked well. Yeah. And then Xbox. You know what's funny? Uh, so they always acronym, do the acronyms, right? And Xbox One X has now just acronymed back into Xbox. It's true. Yep. Ask your doctor so if Xbone X is right for you. <laughs> 4K, man. That's what they're all about. Yeah, 4K was a big buzzword this year. It's, uh, it, and it kind of feels like it should be because it feels like the last two years it's been like, oh, it's coming. And then the last year it was like, oh, it's pretty much here. You rich, Some of you rich folk have it. Yeah. And now it's kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay. We can sell to people with 4K TVs now because people have 4K TVs. We don't. Yeah, but I don't know do. anyone with a 4K television. Yeah, neither do I, to be honest. No, didn't Matt Eads have a 4K? I believe so. I, if anyone would, I bet it Matt would be Eads. Matt Eads, actually. No idea. The one upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. I don't think so. Is it? I, think so. I thought it might be, but maybe not. Mm. I know he's got the FPS or whatever. Hertz is well 120 instead of 60. Oh yeah, where the fuck that number is? Oh, his frames per second. Uh, sure. Refresh F rate. I don't know. Uh, I just fucking it's higher than mine. That's all I know. <laughs> I think it's like because ours are 30, aren't they? Mine's 60. Yours is 60. I yeah. think mine in my room is 30. Yours is 60. Yeah. Maddie's. Uh, sometimes when I watch Maddie's TV, it gets me a little dizzy and nauseous because mm. it's so smooth. Actually, I think I have seen, I know one person who owns a 4K TV, because whenever I watch a movie at their house, I'm always like, what the fuck? Why does this look so high definition? Yeah. They've been out for a while, and they're not crazy priced anymore, uh, so people are picking them up. Okay. I'm going to get one, but I don't, uh, I don't want to get it until we move, because I want to have more room when we have it. Hmm. Sure. I don't think uh, I'm getting one anytime soon. Yeah, no. Don't. Totally fair. Yeah, don't I don't either. have much intention. You actually, and I agree with that, because you are the last person who says anything to, about a technical spec of yeah, a game. Yeah, like it doesn't really bother me that like, much. The moment when I said the frame rate on Zelda is awful, and you said didn't really bother me, I was like, you should never get anything <laughs> <Yeah>. like fucking <laughs> expensive to deal with this shit. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> once you can see frame rate, you can never unsee it. Yeah. And like, Ignorance it sucks, bliss. man. It sucks. That, that Zelda game, like as soon as I started moving, I was like, ah! <laughs> Wii U version of it? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard that as well. I assume the uh, Switch one's better, but. I don't know. I don't own a Switch. Mm, me neither. Send us a Switch. Sapod at yahoo.com. <laughs> yes, email us our Switch. Yep. Just write in the emails. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Anybody want to talk about? No, well, I'm back on the wagon. Yeah. Off the wagon. That's good. I mean, I like to say on the wagon because I uh, think the wagon should be the drinkers. Because they got to figure it out. Moving cart where they give out beers. That's right. Yeah. Off the wagon are the poor losers getting left behind. Yeah. I'm jumping off and going to have a drink. Yeah. Um, or, it's, no. no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fun enough to drink with us. Get off our cart. <laughs> yes, there it is. Uh, it feels good. Good. How was that first drink slash drunk? Uh, the first drunk came early. The first drink was refreshing. Yeah. Like I felt really thirsty, but what? it wasn't just like, it wasn't like that, like the fucking beam of light comes down and you're like, oh. Was it a hot summer day when you had a beverage? Uh, no, it was like kind of like a warm summer night. Okay. What was it? What would you go with? Uh, for my first one? Yeah. Uh, the, that Bud Light Rattler. Good. And your review of it. That's good. But at that, like, at the, I would have loved anything. Put that on the that can. Point, yeah. <laughs> on the can. Blues it's good. Blues. Brando Lynch. And then uh, then a bunch of Bud Lights after that. Schooners of Bud Light. Good. Good. It's great. Uh, Scotty, anything new with you? No, I don't think so. Playing Tekken 7. It's my first Tekken game. Okay. I never do 3D fighters. Is but the one with the half Puma, half yeah. dude? All King? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Used to play that in the bowling alley. That's the character I'm playing because he's the only wrestler. Good. And I'm playing Akuma because he's a Street Fighter character. Here's a question for you that you'll probably know because I was telling Brando, but I couldn't remember what the name of the game is. What's the name of the game where you can wear Bullet Club stuff now? Tekken 7. Oh, okay. That's why I bought it. Because I was just like, okay, everyone in the like local FGC is really into this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my beef with 3D Fighters aside for my love of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So like... King, the Puma, you can wear, like, Okada's robes and shit like that. Nice. And then the Rainmaker's actually in the game, like his finisher. Cool. Scotty, yeah. I say with some confidence that if someone came up to me and said, we're putting Bullet Club t-shirts in this game so people will buy it, I'll be like, no one will buy a $60 game for a 80, Bullet Club. $80. $80 game <laughs> because you can wear a Bullet Club t-shirt, and I would now have to go apologize to that man. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, never mind. I was in, I, man. I, was I, in I, I bet you they got a few. A few nerds that are like, whoa, yeah. this game likes wrestling? I'll check it out. And then they probably realized how shitty it was and regret that decision. Mm, it's not bad. Yeah. It also helps that Kenny Omega is a big fighting game guy. Sure. That's true. So it was yes. like, oh. Yeah. Um, but like all of the Tekken merch on Pro Wrestling Tees are selling really well. Mm. So, meh. While we're on the topic, do you want to talk about that show with the Kenny Omega match that was insane? Oh, Dominion? Yeah, that was pretty nuts, actually. Okada and Kenny Omega, and, uh, Omega went to a 60-minute draw. To set up their third match, which Dominion is kind of their SummerSlam. So I wonder if they're going to wait again until January to go again. Dave Meltzer gave it six and a half stars because it was slightly better than their first match. But there was no finish. So six and a half stars out of five. They did the they timed the finish well, though. It was like Okada was just about to get the three count as time expired. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but it should have been Kenny Omega doing that because he's chasing the belt. Sure. Right? So... Meltzer's yeah, a- system sounds broken. <laughs> and that's like the A++. He never, ever gives it out. Yeah. Ever. Like, it's like, a, if he does, you're like, whoa. I think you he just has that, a man crush on those two. Well, there's that, too. There probably was six was. at a point. And then and he's then like. That's because the first more. match these two had, he gave it a six. Yeah. And he liked this one better, so he went 6.5. I like so the first theory, one So, in he could just keep going up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. If, if a match is better than that one. Yeah. 
then I guess, yeah, he'd have to go seven. Or he'd just say, well, it's a six because it's the first match. I don't know. I don't right. know. You're I, like right. the, I like that first it's match more, system. though. He's broke the matrix. As soon as you go past your top thing, you've got a lot of questions to answer. It's <laughs> very true. Uh, um, the Young Bucks have, I think, won the IWGP tag titles like six times now on that show, and now they're calling themselves the Michael Jordans of pro wrestling. Nice. That's so good. That's a little fun. All right. Uh, I got nothing. I fucking nothing. How's your dog? Oh. He's gone. Oh, could you, could you fill me in on your experience? It was good, actually. He Warren was actually sat really, on him uh, and he died. Yeah, oh. the man died. No, he was uh, he was a good dude, good good pooch. What was his name? He didn't have a name. What were you gonna call him? We didn't know. Okay. Um, we were gonna decide on the day that they took him back if we decided not to give. him Yeah, because it was like a week long trial thing. Which we're like, we don't want to give him a new name. Yeah, and then be like, well, that didn't work. Go back to whatever your <laughs> your go back to your name slave is. name. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he was good. He was a bit of a shedder, which wasn't a deal breaker for me. wasn't I mean preferential, but uh, just I think a little bit too much energy for an apartment. Um, too much stuff going on in an apartment too. Like any little noise, he would just be like, "Oh fuck, something's going on." Over yeah, there. someone's and, walking in the hallway, and all of a sudden he's yeah, alert. Yeah, there's just too much going on, and also a little bit of I just don't think I was ready for it yet. So. Fair enough. Figured, why waste his time mm-hmm. and mine? Mm-hmm. Send the little bastard off. And apparently, I'm not sure I'm, I'm supposed to say this, but he uh, he's destined for another radio person's house. In oh Edmonton. God! So oh, that's that's what I've heard. So. Dogs are a lot of work. It turns out. Yeah, <clears throat> cats are way easier. Well, and like it, I think I I when I say I'm not ready, I think I'm just not ready for apartment dog life. Yeah, I like when it you said- It would be so much easier if I could just open the back door and he runs into the backyard and takes a piss when he has to piss. Mm-hmm. But when he has to piss in an apartment, then it's, all right, fucking, you got to corral him and put the leash on because he fucking runs all over the place. Yep. Then you got to put your shoes on and then you go out the door and he's fucking pulling you down the hallway and you're like, I got to lock the door first and then you got to go down the steps and by the time you get out there, it's a goddamn miracle if he hasn't fucking pissed on his way down. On the mm-hmm. stairs on the way down. And, and, like, if that happened in the middle of the night, then it's fucking yeah. fucked because I'm slow as shit, so it would take me too long. And yeah. That's fair. I think that if you had a house with a yard, a dog would be perfect. But, yeah, yeah they're not really apartment life pets. Yeah. So. Now here we are. Yep. Getting a turtle. <laughs> Brando's still pushing that turtle angle. You never know. One day. Uh, as one I day understand it, it, they smell. So Do they? Yeah. Turtles, yeah. Like really bad, like stupid. Uh, I feel, I think it's like uh, a smell that some people will say they don't mind. It kind of reminds them of the beach. Okay, but it's also that smell that sometimes yep. when you're on the beach, you're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like kind of like algae. Yeah, it's kind of like algae <laughs> yeah. nature smell. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's a fine line between refreshing and disgusting. <laughs> it totally depends on the person. Yeah, I guess. All right, uh, let's do the news. We don't have a lot of it, but we'll do it. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Uh, Normally, I read my news, I get my news already mentally. And then uh, still have it remembered, but we talked for so goddamn long that time. It's true. About other stuff. Almost a full half hour of preamble. Preamble. That's what happens when you don't do a podcast warm. for two weeks. Hope you enjoyed our E3 coverage. <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, I got people who are coming back, who are cleared by doctors to come and wrestle for our entertainment. Rattle them off. Rusev. Yes, sir. Yeah, which baby. we have heard news that he was cleared earlier, and they didn't know what the fuck to do with him. But regardless, he's he's, he's back. Supposed to be on this week's SmackDown. Braun Strowman's elbow. Fucking good to go. Good. Put him on the on the return list. All right. Uh, well, I had one more. I don't remember. Oh, Dash. Dash Wilder. Put him on the list. He's good to go. <laughs> Which is perfect timing if you live in the Edmonton area oh, yeah. and are going to WWE Live. It was funny. When we were driving here, they had an ad for it on. And there was like two belts that had flipped where they are like, Catch intercontinental, whatever. Radios have to get the recorded ahead of time. The same thing was the last show where it's like, and WWE Women's Champion Sasha Banks. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, same with this ooh. time. They're like, WWE's Women's ooh. Champion Bailey. No, 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 no. no. So I, if we get, uh, I always want to call them the, the mechanics, which is weird. We get that's the what rev- they were originally. I know, I know. If we get the revival, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. If we get the Hardys, I'll be fucking super happy, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath on yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard the Hardys have. Kind of house shows reduced now that uh, the second child is born, but could get lucky though. You never know. Reduced doesn't mean they're not working them. So that it means they're true. working some. So we could could get lucky. Hey Matt, Jeff, we're just gonna fly out to Canada for one night, then come back to your house. You're going to that show, hey? I Friday? am tomorrow. Yeah, good. We all be there. Well, I'm gonna be drunk. Oh, I'm gonna be drunk too. My first drunk WWE show. Really? I'm also gonna be drunk. Are we Uber in there? I think that was the plan. Gotcha. Never know what the plan is. Yeah, I think that was the suggestion. And then Maddie's mom was going to pick us up and drive us home. So Bless her heart. <laughs> um, I wouldn't do that. No, nope, not a chance. <laughs> like, that's going to be the funnest, awkwardest car ride where yeah. it's like, how was the show, boys? That and is fucking <laughs> so good. Matt Hardy. I Woo! love Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Speaking of Bray Wyatt, um... He and his wife are, we'll call it a rough patch. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a little bit of an understatement. Oh, uh, it sounds like his wife has filed for a divorce, mm-hmm. citing an aff- Ray Wyatt affair with mm. JoJo. That's right. A little that's, JoJo announcer. That's, that's the rumor. Allegedly. Right, yeah. right. Um. To uh, Just to kind of pile on that, they were cited arriving at Monday Night Raw together. That's nice. I like that. Little looky eyes emoji. I believe that she has stated recently that she has a boyfriend as well. She's also banged Randy Orton apparently too, I heard. Who knows, man? I Yeah, anyways, that's that's What the... an odd couple though. Like when you, like, when you look at it you're like, strange. what did they see in each other? Good for both of them though, I guess. Uh, hey. what did she have some with Kevin Owens too? I don't know. Jojo? Is this just all speculation? Uh, I don't know about the Jojo KO thing, because KO is like, well, I guess Randy Orton is married too, actually. And so is Bray Wyatt. Jojo's a fucking homewrecker. Well, that's not. (laughs) Allegedly a fucking homewrecker. Her father was a baseball player. Did you know that? Jojo's? Yeah. Mookie Wilkes. That's not Is that a guy? No, Mookie Betts is a guy. Oh, is he on the Sox? Yep. Sure is. Coco Crisp. Sure is. Uh, what's her dad's name? Mookie Beware. He played, I think he played for the Blue Jays as well. Now I can't find it. That's all right. That all right. Uh, Jose Offerman. Jose Offerman. Yep. He played for Dodgers, Royals, Red Sox, Mariners, Twins, Phillies, Mets. 
That's not the Blue Jays. Not the Blue Jays. Pulled that out of my ass. Fuck the Mets. It's alright. Uh, I have virtually nothing else, but I know Scotty has a lot. Um, Do it. I will. Uh, I will go off by saying that there's a report that Triple H is becoming increasingly frustrated with Vince McMahon over the treatment NXT stars are getting when they get to the main roster. Seen Ty Dillinger? Yeah, where's Ty been? Seen American Alpha? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not great. But I guess Braun Strowman's doing okay. <laughs> That's true. Dude, I forgot Braun Strowman even came from NXT. I mean, he was never on NXT TV, but he came up through the system. So I guess do you count? He it? was a rosebud in NXT it? once, right? I mean, you can, they, there are success stories because you can count Kevin Owens and you can count Rollins, Reigns, yeah, Ambrose, Balor. Yeah, is yeah, doing fine. Ray Joe's Wyatt. doing all right so far. Ray Wyatt. Yeah, I think there's just like a maybe that like lower tier of guys where it's like, well, we can use these to be mid card wrestlers. Mm. Tyler and Breeze. And they're like, no, they're not on TV. Tyler Breeze didn't really do anything notable until Fashion Police. It feels like, and even mm. that is not like a. It's not. Wow. A, it's not a top thing. Like even in the current SmackDown, good. they're it's in the good. lower card program. Right, because not everyone who comes through NXT is going to be a main eventer. No, but if you can get guys no. to even Tyler Breeze's level now, yep. where he's contributing on TV every year, gets good enough to get a title shot every now and then, gets me chuckling. Yeah, gets you chuckling. Okay, Scotty. All right, so we got some more wrestlers signed for the May Young Classic this summer. Okay, Nixon Newell and Evie are British wrestlers. Uh, they are both signed. They've reported to the Performance Center already, as well as Thea Trinidad, who is Austin Aries' fiance mm-hmm. and is also playing Paige in Fighting with My Family. Right. Uh, so yeah, those are all pretty solid girls. Them and Viper should be. Uh, yeah, no. Hmm? Nothing. No. Keep going. <laughs> uh, hold on, I keep scrolling. Uh, Austin Aries, by the sounds of it, is going to be taking some time off. He did yeah. say kind of a goodbye on Two Hundred Five Live. Where they could try to get uh, Tony Nice over as the new heel. Mm. Good. That should be his turn. One would nice. think. He's great. He got. Uh, Aries got to go get more bananas. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's all restock. out of bananas. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Strowman being back from injury already. Put him on the list. Put him on the list. Um, that might be it, actually. I feel like you had an awful lot more than that. I know. I got to Well, it was just fucking, we were getting the show going. And he's like, I got no news. And then he's just rattling them off. About the Download Festival, Scotty. NXT was at the Download Festival, which is in the UK. First of all, I fucking love that they run that there. Mm -hmm. That's so fucking cool. It always looks cool when they show the footage. I'm like, oh, that looks like so much fun. Because you're drunk and you're going to see metal bands or whatever bands. And then you fucking stumble in this tent and it's just fucking... NXT wrestling. Yeah, like yeah. quality wrestling. Uh, quality wrestling when you're drunk. I remember one time when I was at Van's Warped Tour, they had wrestling on the side. That was probably not as quality. No, it was not. <laughs> like I was like, are these guys from Bands or Roadies wrestling? I like, feel like they had uh, like WWE guys uh, wrestling at um, uh, the Video Game Awards back when they were the uh, back on Spike TV. And like Samuel yeah, L. Jackson was there, sense. yeah, and maybe they were announcing the game or some DLC for something, but they had like a short match in the crowd well, off stage. Could have been yeah. at the time that Raw was on Spike as well. Yeah, maybe. That there I feel was like it was like crossover. prime time. Maybe it was like JTG and Chad. I can't remember. I don't see color. But yeah, so at the Download Festival, Mark Andrews uh, has his own pop punk band called Junior. I've never heard this band, so I don't know if they're good or not. But mm-hmm. as he was performing live on stage, Pete Dunne came out and attacked him. Okay. Um. You'd think the Download Festival would be a safe haven. Yeah, to then set up their match the next night or later that night mm-hmm. for the NXT uh, championship. Or no, sorry, not the NXT championship. Um, UK championship. 
And Mark Andrews apparently took a nasty spill and was stretchered out. Oh, uh, he's since been MRI'd and everything seems to be a okay. He's back to work in, but just scary that they had to stop a match and take somebody out like that. Mm. They also had to stop a match because Ruby Riot was leaking out of her face. Big mm. time. Yeah, she got and she's got like a notable scar with the stitches right now. And that'll add to her look. <laughs> as a fucking psychopath. Yeah, as the old punk girl. But yeah, so then she got busted open so bad they had to stop that match too. I got mixed up between Ruby Riot and uh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah. It's like, it's like there's a moment was when I said punk girl where you were like, yeah, oh, I was like, shit. oh right, Ruby Riot's that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It sounded like it was a good turnout. Um, some exciting news stories came out of it, but also some scary ones. Want to hear a little Junior? Let's play a little Junior and see what this sounds like. Because I didn't even know he had a band. And fuck, does he look weird in this picture, too? Sounds like good Charlotte. It does. It's a new day, did it all feel? No, I'm sorry. Is Mark Andrews like the vocalist of this band, too? I have no idea. It's day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No way! What the <laughs> oh my god, that is weird. <laughs> uh, let's uh, stop okay. the show. The show's <laughs> over. It's not gonna get any funnier. <laughs> that was wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh what is his real name? Do you know? I thought Mark Andrews was his real name. Um Whatever. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's so on, weird. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, fucking, that happened. Uh, anything else news-wise? I think that's the news. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's do a quick always check of the old I, website here. This, this is always when I hope nobody died and we didn't miss it. Yeah. See if anything's here. Hulk Hogan's getting a documentary for the Gawker tra- uh, trial. Sure. That'll yeah. put the butts in seats. EC3 said that he would be open to the idea of coming back to WWE at some point. I forgot he came. Oh, speaking place. of EC3, uh, he lost his bags when TNA went to do their taping TV tapings in India. Awesome. And apparently TNA had to pay those fans in India to come. Like they paid people apparently like it converted from ruples or whatever into US dollar, like seven bucks. And your ticket was paid for already. Jesus. So it's like, I thought India was this huge wrestling market. Why are they not making money off this? Like, why are they even going over there if they're not making money? It's TNA. Great question. No, that's true. It is TNA. So. It was funny. The day the National Predators lost the Stanley Cup Finals, Impact Wrestling on their Twitter was like, we are proud to stand with the Nashville Predators. Immediately loses. <laughs> that happens when Impact you're associated with Impact. Yeah, pretty much. Poor Rusev. Sinking your own ship, I know. And uh, and uh, Eric Young. Oh yeah, Eric Young's a big. Uh, they came out to uh, during the before the third period. They'd come out to Bobby Roode's entrance too. Yeah, they showed that on uh, Bring It to the Table. Oh, did they? Yeah. Good. I I like that Rusev is a hockey fan. That's yeah. just my favorite thing ever. And I like, like that Rusev seems like a legitimately grumpy dude wandering around too. <laughs> like Lana's Snapchats are her like in this nightclub where it's just and she'll like. Zoom over or pan over, whatever, and Rusev will just be standing there in like sweatpants and like a fucking sweaty ass Predators hat, 
just hating life. Like, yeah. why the what? Why am I? Here? Why did I marry why did you? This? Fucking drag me to this fucking. I like that guy. Me too. It's always funny too, because like the predators. Uh... Goal song is like, I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. But mm-hmm. like Tim McGraw, he's like, this will be on Twitter. This will be my new entrance yeah. music. <laughs> I just love the idea of Country Rusev, too. Well, when he flips babyface and starts supporting the Americans, then that's what he'll do. Yeah, he'll you go, go a little bit Exactly what he did on the fucking... Southpaw. Southpaw, yeah. yeah. With the fucking piece of straw hanging out of his mouth and everything. That'd be dope. That'd be great. All right, let's do Monday Night Raw. I turned it up. There it is. Come on, generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, and I'll cross the nation. And it's a sin to cause the face of fraud. They're messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. Let's get it out. Cajun Dome, Lafayette, Louisiana. That's a great fucking name for an that arena. Yeah. Good. It's very uh, apropos of the setting. They like to cook with the Cajun. Yes, down there. Down in Louisiana. Uh, the show opens with Brock Lesnar, accompanied, as always, by Paul Heyman. Heyman recapped last week's encounter with Samoa Joe, which I think, whilst we're on the topic, and seems how we did not do a podcast mm. last week, was maybe the best thing that they've done in a very, very long time. For Raw, yeah, it was uh, like that segment set the tone for uh, for Raw. And we, like we said, Raw was pretty good. Um, and I remember watching that being like, oh my God, something good just happened in wrestling for the first time in a really long time. Yeah, it was perfect. It got me more excited for a match that I was already fucking like pinned in the red on that I'm like, how, how can you make me give a fuck so much about this? And then other things I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. And the way they did it too, with like Joe putting him in the corner and not using a real microphone and he just talks softly Mm -hmm. and gave him the instructions like. This is what's gonna happen. My arm's gonna go around your neck. You're gonna feel some pressure behind behind your eyes, and like it makes it feel real. Yeah, it felt really real. And even like Paul Heyman's like, "I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate." And Joe's like, "I know you are. I know." And mm-hmm. continues to do his spiel. Um, he promised that he was unleashing the beast this week. After Heyman ran down Joe, the number one contender came out, headed to the ring where he stared down Lesnar. Uh, even that got me fired up, too, because mm-hmm. it's just like seeing them. I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope this match is good. Please let this match be good because yeah. I have such fucking high hopes for it. Um, and then they did a pull apart, essentially, like right off the start of mm-hmm. this show uh, where they brought security out and they destroyed all the security. And then they brought the whole roster, <laughs> quote unquote, out, including <laughs> no, Titus O'Neil. No Seth Rollins. I thought we might get the repeat of get him back. But we didn't, <laughs> which is a little unfortunate. Also, Brock Lesnar. I like how Dash Wilder was in there. I don't know if his jaw is still wired up. I assume was not. He? I didn't even know. Yeah, he was in there, and it's like, hey, you're gonna do a pull apart. Okay, who's it in there? Brock Lesnar and Joe. You're like, I just came back from injury. You sure you want me in here? Yeah, because I saw like, Kurt Hawkins was in there. Bo Dallas was in there, and like, so you're using that. That's kind of your bar, but then also like the clubs in there, and I'm like, why? Why are these guys? Rhino and Slater holding people back with this. Just people who don't have anything going on. Honestly, I didn't really like that segment this much this week. No, like it didn't really necessarily deter from my like anticipation, but it just felt like if you were gonna do a pull apart, I wanted it to be like what I said to Brando this week is that even though we all know that Samoa Joe is going to lose this match. You have this opportunity now to book Samoa Joe to raise him 
to parallel, if not slightly below Brock Lesnar, that once he's done, and even if he does lose, he still leagues above everyone else because he's this monster that took Brock Lesnar to the limit. They have a chance to really establish him here. Right. And I feel like if you were going to do a pull-apart, you should have done the Brock Lesnar-Undertaker level of pull-apart where it continues into the back and they're fucking still going like 20 minutes later, whatever, right? I did like the Joe kick to the face of Lesnar, though. And then like the whole, it was like a mega kick. Everybody fell down from that. Lesnar just grabbed onto people as he's falling. And then as soon as he did that, Cass and Curtis Axel like pulled Joe out and they're like, okay, you just kick Lesnar in the face. We got to get you the fuck to the back now. Yeah, it was okay. It just, I felt, I don't know. I like my pull-aparts to be right before the the match. Yeah. Not really build right it. Right when it's announced, yeah. Well, and this was a weird episode of Raw because they knew they were up against what was, at the time, probably and ended up being the final mm-hmm. of the w- uh, <laughs> the end of NBA finals. I almost called it the NWA again. Um, so they knew that they weren't going to get a lot of eyeballs on, and I guess they just wanted to... Well, this is going to happen before the game starts, so maybe people watch, watch this. this pull apart, and we can keep them. Maybe because Raw got real bad after that. Yeah, yeah they stopped giving a fuck really yeah. quickly, so they blew their load in the first fifteen. If I could games. just fantasy book this for a second, because like I hate the fact that they're like, "Oh, we have competition. Let's not even try," kind of thing. Mm. Versus like Monday Night Wars, where they're like, "Man, how can we get those viewers over here?" So like last week when. Joe got, or when Joe choked out Heyman, and then he called him and he goes, I'm going to unleash the beast next week. I assumed that meant like Lesnar was going to like stop matches and like F5 Michael Cole again or someone like that. And they would have been like, Kurt Angle, we're going to keep doing this throughout your show until you give us Samoa Joe face to face tonight or something like that. And then I would have been inclined to tune in. Like, I can't change the channel. Not that I'm watching NBA, but being like, man, when is Lesnar going to come out next? So yeah, because that's their that's their needle pusher on that side. I think that's their fucking bread maker. Is yeah, fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock's and the best they got right now. That's why they treated him the way they do when they put him on at the first of the hour. So you're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would have helped. Just having that hook people in with this first segment and then give them a reason to stick around and watch, as opposed to like, well, guess that's the end of the good stuff. I'm gonna go watch basketball yeah, now. All like, downhill from here. Yeah, strange. Uh, Elias Sampson and Dean Ambrose have a match. Before the match, Elias Sampson performed a song in the middle of the ring about how much he didn't like Lafayette, Louisiana, nor did he like Dean Ambrose. Uh, the Miz came down to ringside, distracting Ambrose, allowing Sampson to hit a swinging neckbreaker for the victory. I like Elias Sampson, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Does anyone think Sampson's had a better debut so far than Shinsuke? Yeah, Jesus. which is fucked, but yes, you're right. That's alarming. Yeah, I know, like, if I didn't know the New Japan stuff yeah. of Shinsuke, I'd be like, well, what's his character? This Michael Jackson kind of guy? Where Elias, at least I know what his established character and gimmick is, mm-hmm. right? So, um, Actually, it's, now that I say it, they haven't used the term drifter on him since he came up. Yeah, He's just true. Elias Sampson. And when he does his little speech at the end of his song he says who wants to walk with elias it's not who wants to drift with me or like i think they've dropped the yeah i guess he hasn't said drift away in a really long time either yeah well he never said it It was the crowd and the crowd is still saying it which is yeah which is why i never understood or why i don't understand why they've taken it away was Mm -hmm. because it gave you that chance yeah which is perfect but anyways 
Uh, Goldust cut another promo how he didn't like R-Truth anymore. These continue to happen. Backstage, Kurt Angle confronted The Miz about getting involved in Dean Ambrose's match. Uh, the Miz blamed the whole thing on Angle, saying he was too busy with his personal problems to worry about Ambrose interfering in his celebration last week. Angle said that if Miz has a problem with Ambrose, to do something about it himself. Didn't he start, Kurt Angle started this by giving The Miz shit? And then once the Miz said the personal problems thing, he's like, you know what, Miz, just handle this yourself. And it's like, wait, didn't you get mad at him in the first place for that? The man's been dropped on his head a couple times, okay? <laughs> Had a nasty Percocet addiction. He's gone through some drug addictions that have killed off some brain cells. You can cut him a little bit of fucking slack. Uh, vignette for Cedric Alexander was aired afterwards. Alexander confronted Noam Dar, and he said he was done dealing with him and Alicia Fox. Fox? Via FaceTime, which is a word that I did not think I'd ever say on this podcast. This uh, was fucking weird. Goaded Alexander it. into one more match against Noam Dar. So then they come to the ring, and as Noam Dar's making his entrance, they have Alicia Fox with the Tyler Breeze treatment, where her screen, she's still on the phone, and she's on, like, the Jumbotron. And being played through the speakers. And the audio's being played, and he's talking to her. For a very, very, very awkwardly long time yeah, before the match Especially when started. he put her down. And then he was like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. And I was like, okay, here we that? go. And yeah. then it was like, not for hanging another, up. like, for another, like just minute and a half. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> like it should have just done. Yeah, anyways. This was, it was, I guess, different. Hmm? They and, tried to use some technology I, here. I don't know if Alicia Fox is legitimately injured or not. I would assume probably if they didn't want to use her on TV. But Oh, yeah, so it was a neck is, injury? Maybe this is just a... An angle? I don't know. They use uh, the follow-up with this on 205, too. Like, they keep the FaceTime thing going. I know some people really don't like it who are really old-school wrestling fans. Like, I know Boris hated it. And I don't know. I think it's a good modern thing. Like, I think that this really did feel like a a fresh modern wrestling thing. For better or worse. And, like, I'm not... If if this happened in my main event program, I would probably think a little differently of it. Mm -hmm. Probably more negative, but... Because for me, anyway, it's on a 205 live thing that I don't really watch it. And I don't want to say that I don't care about it necessarily, but it's kind of just like, okay, yeah, you're trying some things yeah, there. It's That's nice cool. for on Raw where the cruiserweights don't have a lot of stuff going on where you're like, oh, cool. They're trying to give Noam Dar sure. something unique. Yeah. And that's history because you know, years from now, they're going to say that the first person to manage a match via the fucking internet was Alicia Fox. Fucking yeah, live via live via fucking FaceTime. And she managed a She's match while not even in the ring. Trying to like distract the opponent. Like, hey, look at yeah. me. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Flashing her fucking titty on her. Oh. That'd fucking work on me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Roll them uh, up. <laughs> Cedric Alexander defeated Roam, uh, Noam Dar um, ba, 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 with the lumbar check pretty much as soon as the bell rang. So. That's identical to the finish on 205. Good. Except at the end, Cedric hangs up the phone. Oh, that's not good of him. Save those minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Noam Dar's data is going to go over. It was revealed that Roman Reigns will reveal what his SummerSlam plans are next week on Raw. I lolled because I was like, you don't have a match, do you? But he probably will. Boom, 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 boom. He tweeted today that he um, he said, I don't. a lot of people won't like my <laughs> announcement, but it's... The way she goes, or something along. You're gonna be John Cena. The way she goes would be because for whatever fucking reason they're booking John Cena as free agent now, which I don't understand. That's so janky. Don't ruin the brand split like that. Well, 
they did they already did this with like who was it the, jack the, swagger like, was it swagger oh my contract ran up i can jump yeah. ship now then he showed up with a chain wallet and snapback hat and no. nothing happened and then it was gone again i don't know it just feels like explain to me why he's a free agent how does how does Shane McMahon let the fucking one of your top guys get out of there without the franchise player renewing your goddamn contract? Yeah, that's pretty fucked when you think about unquote. that. Like, if you're gonna make it real with contracts like this, that he's a free agent, you fucking better explain how this happened. But they might. Was it Cena's choice? Yeah, he's they, just, he, he chose to not renew. He's like, I could go back over here. Maybe I'll stay. Maybe here. Cena wanted Roman, and so he's like, you can't sign me to enough money to stay here because I gotta go fucking kick the shit out of Roman. But does he really have to flip brands to fight the guy? Like, it's a joint pay per view anyway. Why couldn't you just have him cross over? Uh, well, yeah, you totally could, but maybe they wanted John Cena on Raw. We don't so make Raw or SmackDown games anymore, so, pal. He's like, I, this might be the way you justify getting Cena on Raw. Yeah, is that he wanted to go fight Roman? We'll find out. It'd be funny with the contract thing you brought up, Warren, where it'd be like, oh, well, unfortunately, we don't have money to renew you because we just signed AJ and Shin. Mm. Like, all the guys in Money in the Bank just got new deals in kayfabe or whatever. Yeah. We're in the red. Okay, got yeah. room for you, Johnny. Johnny, Sorry, bud. salary cap. Some fucking, st- like, stakeholder in the company is going to see that and be like, oh, fuck, oh, fucked up. that's ruined. I th- yeah. They told me sell, they were doing good. Sell it, sell it all. <laughs> Martha Smackdown's in the red. <laughs> Stock goes to an all-time Sell low. Sell the goats. <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt came to the ring. He said he's going to continue to punish Seth Rollins for blaspheming his name, saying if you want to take his name in vain, you will fall. Rollins uh, came out, interrupted him, called him a coward, challenged him to a fight. Wyatt then teleported from the ring to backstage and finished his promo. And then that was it. It was, was really bizarre. weird. I didn't. I didn't much like that, nope. to be honest. And then fucking what's her name popped up being like, more crazy words from Bray yeah. Wyatt. They, that's a good point. They need <laughs> to stop. They've been doing this thing over the past couple of weeks where they have the announcers backstage, like the interviewers, reacting to stuff that happened in the segment before them. Yep. And that's the perfect example, is yep. that it's Charlie standing there looking at a camera, waiting for them to give her the cue that you're live, and she goes, Weird stuff from Bray Wyatt tonight <laughs> here on Raw. But in the meantime, joining me, don't do that. Just yeah. do joining me now. Like, just right. I can go into it. I don't. What TV are you watching this on? You're looking at a camera. You don't know what's going on. I get that bothers me. I really, really don't like that at all. Uh, all right. Uh, backstage, Charlie Caruso caught up with the Hardy Boys, uh, who said they would reclaim the Raw Tag Team chant titles. From Sheamus and Cesaro later tonight in a best two out of three falls match. So I guess they were still it started kind feeling of big. Yeah. Like as the show went on and you realized that this wasn't happening and you're like, is this a main event? And then it was kind of like, well, maybe they're going to flip these back. Uh, honestly, or maybe they're going to break them. It just screamed of like, okay, so the basketball is going to be here to here. So if we put Brock at the start and then put the big match at the end, Maybe we can get both ends of the show watched. It's funny because I bet you in terms of, like, the people who watch. Uh, well, no, because the Hardys are in it. So you're probably right. I was going to say in terms of the people who would flip back and forth, no one gives a shit about. Mm. The, the yeah, Cesaro and, and Shamo aren't. That's not their demographic. Yeah, but even if it's just, like, if you're channel flipping in a commercial of the basketball game and you see best two out of three falls for the tag team championships with the Hardys, yeah. maybe, like, oh, that I'd like to see that. Yeah. I don't know. And with them putting it on so late, there's the, you got a little hunch, like maybe they'll flip them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what Brandon was saying, too, is that it just felt big. 
mm. that you're going to get a title change or they're going to be brokeded. Fractured, if you will. Getting there. Um, a vignette for John Cena's return aired uh, July 4th, yada, yada. Uh, Paula Cruz defeated Kalisto. Cruz was accompanied by Titus O'Neil, who also got Akira Tozawa a front row seat to see the Titus brand in action. Uh, Cruz won with a spinning sit-out power bomb. It was a little bit varied this time. It mm, looked a little he different. He just spun around and, yeah. and, and power bombed him instead of the running forward with him. Uh, after the match, O'Neal brought Tozawa in the ring for a post-victory selfie. I, I, in a weird, weird way, really like Tozawa with, with just Titus. I Me don't, too. It, Cruz can take him or leave him, but like just seeing him pick him up like a child was fucking hilarious to me. Tozawa was selling like facially what was happening to him so well. <laughs> yes. During this, where he's like. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Stop pulling me around. On his and Twitter, that, he put up yeah. like four facial expressions yeah. and then like him kind of getting whipped around in a gif and he was like, be gentle, Titus, or something like that. And like Titus was doing it perfectly where he's like kind of not paying attention to him, but giving yeah. him like the attaboy, but like really over-exaggerating, yeah. pushing him around and stuff. And then the back, they're like, oh, fuck, Titus likes his, uh, like his ha. Then he does, he's like, we're going to call it do cha now. Cha, cha. Cha-ching! And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks so much. <laughs> uh, my joke was that the inspiration for him pushing Akira Tozawa around was Vince going up to him and be like, remember what you did before we suspended you? Go do that to Tozawa. <laughs> remember he was pulling Vince? Dragging him around. All right. No, Scotty's going to fucking know something. Like a dick. <laughs> no, I was just talking about that at Denny's today, about also, the tight suspension. Intentionally no selling. Yeah. 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 Just... Yeah. Like, stone face. Just deadpan him. Uh, backstage, the Miz approached. Heath Slater asked him to join his entourage. Slater said he would join him if he could get a shot at the Intercontinental Championship. Rhino said Slater already had a partner, and that the two of them would face Miz and a partner of his choosing later in the evening, and then ate some crackers. Rhino still being Rhino. Alexa Bliss came to the ring and reminded the crowd she defeated both Bailey and Nia Jax last week. Uh, Jax interrupted her and was upset about last week. Bliss reminded her that Mickey James and Dana Brooke were the reason she was disqualified, uh, which made James and Brooke then interrupt them. Uh, they were interrupted by a returning Emma, who said she wanted a title shot. Sasha Banks then came out and all fi- uh, interrupted all five women, sliding up to uh, Bliss before sucker punching her. And the segment ended by them booking a women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah, this, we kind of saw this coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> It might as well have, though, because it was the exact same thing as last week. It's like, fuck, what are you doing? Why? Why? It was, like, weird not having it end like that because you're like, this is the same thing. Yeah. It's the same exact same thing. And then you're like, oh, but you don't have the pay-per-view. No, it was just Sasha. uh, A fire. Great balls of fire, match. Even The Miz asking uh, Heath Slater to join him is very similar to the Neville TJP thing. Like, oh, you'll get a title shot eventually. A lot of similarities. Uh, so that segment led to Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and Dana Brooke taking on Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, and Emma. Emma attempted to make a tag to Bliss, who then left the apron and abandoned her. She got ca- uh, caught by Banks in the bank statement and tapped out. Welcome back, Emma. Mm-hmm. That's it was so sad. Like, when her music hit, I was like, yes, finally. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the one to take the finish? Fuck, you're done. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with that title right now. And that Bailey was nowhere to be seen while well, we saw her later in a weird yeah, thing, it, which we'll get to. Oh, God, I can't wait to talk Actually, about that. Right after this, a pre-taped interview between Corey Graves and Bailey aired 
in it. She said she was here to put smiles on people's faces, not put bruises on people's backs. That's not good. She mentioned that her goals are to be the best and recapture the Raw Women's Championship in time for WrestleMania 34 next April. She then gave Corey Graves a hug, which was super awkward. He asked if they could seal it with a hug, and I was like, yep. that's weird. I Even hope for a hugger. <laughs> I hope that they're doing something cool here. That they've realized how kind of how awkward this was, like, and not good she's been. That yeah. they're just going to use it to their advantage. Like hopefully they, as writers, know the line. Let's I'm here to give now. hugs, not bru- like bruised backs. Yeah. I hope they know that comes across as being like, oh, she's never going to win anything. She's a puss now. Oh. But now um, it might be leading up to a moment, like a snapping moment. Maybe. We thought it was going to happen in Extreme Rules. Now maybe it just happens. Further At some point, where she, she fucking hits someone with a chair, she embraces the hate, or like, yeah, like goes like extreme opposite end of the spectrum, where like she fucking has a fucking mental breakdown. Or Shows something. up as like a goth girl all of a sudden, like yeah. real edgy, and is just beating the ever loving shit out of everyone. I love Corey Graves' line in that too. Right after she's like, "Can we seal it with a hug?" and he's like, "I need a cigarette." <laughs> yeah, weird. and I'm like, "Whoa, that made it to television." <laughs> Corey Graves, sex joke. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino defeated The Miz and his mystery partner, The Bear. Uh, The Miz's partner was revealed to be a person in a bear costume. Came down to the ring on a tricycle. Eventually, Miz jumped the bear, unmasked him to reveal another random guy. Dean Ambrose in a bear suit then switched places with said random guy and hits Heath Slater with a dirty deeds. Ambrose then sent Miz into Maurice, who tumbled off the apron and injured herself. He then hit Miz with the Dirty Deeds and pulled Slater on top of Miz for the pinfall victory. The uh, dissension continues between the husband and wife. Yeah, they're really teasing that up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't much care about this bear thing either. No, no. I, I really liked the segment last week mm-hmm. a lot, actually, with the whole... All the gimmicks of oh, yeah. this random bear here. Like, it's obviously... Am- oh, no, it's not Ambrose. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the big oh, box. I yeah. see. Oh, no, oh, that's also not, not Ambrose. Ambrose. Oh, it's the camera guy. I actually almost... Would have preferred if he didn't show up at all last week. Mm-hmm. So that it could be like, oh, he's getting to the Miz. Yeah. He's ruining the Miz's relationship and isn't even there. He's but just I in think his head. I see this weird similarity between, like, I feel like they're trying to book Ambrose as the new era Stone Cold down to the point of his, like, he hits that DDT super quick where they want it. Like, I don't know. It just feels like the stunner to me, like yeah. in their mind. They're like, they want that pop from when Miz turns finish. around. How many weeks in a row now have we seen Ambrose just boom, done? Yeah. Like, right? So that, there was a great shot. Uh, was it this week or last week where was Ambrose, was he in a bear costume again this week? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was cameraman the week before. And Miz is looking really sad at the ramp as Maurice is leaving after she's taken her bump. And Ambrose is just standing behind him in the bear costume. And they just framed it perfectly where he's kind of got the, eh, I don't know, look going on. So, I don't know. I enjoy that for the comic aspect of sure. them. Yeah. I hope it doesn't continue. Like, that should be the end of the bear the thing. Bear, the bear yeah. should Let's stop. Let's go into some real things here. But I did enjoy Miz uh, elbowing the grandfather clock a week ago, yeah. though. That was pretty pretty awesome. Neville and Rich Swan ended in a no contest. Neville attacked Rich Swan before the match, which never officially started. Afterward, Neville threatened Akira Tozawa and Titus O'Neil. And that's the direction, I guess. Backstage, Charlie Caruso interviewed Sheamus and Cesaro. They said they would inspire the Hardy Boys to write a new book called Exist to Retire, which is maybe the cheesiest thing of all Pretty, time. Yeah. Um, kind of depressing. Yes. Yes, it is. 
then we go backstage. Big Cass had been jumped yet again. Uh, revival scene lurking yet again. They're mm-hmm. fucking hitting you over the head. Yeah, it's too much. It was too much the second time it happened. Yeah, I agree. So that makes me think that it won't be them. Yeah. When it was subtle and you were like, oh, you missed it and you had to like yeah. see it on Twitter and you're like, oh, crazy. I didn't even know they were there. Yeah. So now you're like, okay, they're blatantly in one third of the camera And it's shot. like right when it when the camera goes on, it's like, oh, eh, And they look at them and like just kind of walk. <laughs> I can only imagine them being like, we're rolling. All right, Ryle, go. That's fucking dumb. Um, yeah, so Cass was laid out, uh, but he refused to let Enzo go out there alone and still went out with him. Uh, they had a match against Gallows and Anderson, who, again, just look like complete fucking idiots right now. Like, Yeah. They have break... not booked those guys well since coming to WWE. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, Cass is frequently unable to steady himself throughout the match, allowing Gallows and Anderson to take advantage of Amore and hit the magic killer for the win. Big Show came down to make the save. Uh, to which they did this shot of Cass standing on the ring apron uh, opposite hard cam while Enzo kind of like hugged Big Show and gave him the high five, and you could see him kind of angering at this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, it was backstage. Uh, Enzo thanked Big Show for helping him out uh, before accusing him of taking out Big Cass in response show called Cass Soft. Soft. Which I thought was really dumb. Again, like there's the I like this angle. Mm-hmm. I like a good old fashioned who done it, but it's just there's so much cheese around this right now. Are you worried like, that it's gonna be like someone not interesting too? Like if it is the big show, and if, like, honestly, if it is the revival, those are both uninteresting to me at this point. Yeah, one because they well both because they're like look at these two options. It could totally be these two people. Like I'm hoping it ends up being someone who you're like. Oh shit! Yeah, I hope that the this and the Kurt Angle text message thing are somehow related. Yeah. Like, I've heard people say like, "Oh, it'd be crazy if it was American Alpha," and they said like in videos or like sent a message being like, "We're doing it for you, Kurt. We're trying to impress you." And it's like, "Oh God, American Alpha's like they've gone crazy with power." Yeah, that'd be cool. Be what more interesting than Revival or Big Show. Authors of Pain. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like it's gotten to a point now where it, it it almost can't be Enzo or Cass. Yeah. Even if it was Cass and he had like faked, like just laid down and pulled some shit on top of him and that's yep. supposed to be the Very idea. Very elaborate Cass. It's just like, well then why why do the big show thing if that's what you're gonna do? Right? Like mm. you should have just had like the way that would have, if if it was Cass to me, the way you would have ended it was Enzo gets beaten this match, and then Cass picks him up and hugs him, and then fucking beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and then you split him up, and then you know that it was fucking Cass that had attacked. Him. I don't know. Maybe that's what it ends up being though. Maybe fucking they spin Enzo into a heel, and he faked the first attack, and then beat the <coughs> shit out of Cass. Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> tough to believe because he's so much smaller. But... Unless he hit him with like a crowbar or something. He said one shot, one shot, as hard as he has ever been hit. With one shot, knocked him down. I mean, it could have been a, yeah, that's the thing. He could have had a baseball bat or a collie chop. Yeah. So you're saying Sting? Could be Sting. That's what you're saying. Not saying it isn't. Our truth, cut another promo, yada, yada. Backstage interview, Samoa Joe said Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman were playing right into his strategy, and he would put Brock Lesnar to sleep with the, and win the Universal Championship. Main event. Two to three falls match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Sheamus and Cesaro against the Hardy Boys. Sheamus scored the first fall on Jeff Hardy after connecting with a brogue kick um, that was actually pretty quick. 
into the match and actually looked really good. He, he kind of hit him in the chest, but the announcers played that up. That that's where he hit him, and I thought it looked really good. So they go up one nothing, and then uh, the second fall went to the Hardy Boys after Matt hit a twist of fate on Cesaro, uh, which was again. And this this one's on Matt, I think, because Matt like sat down like in full stunner. Was this Matt or Jeff who did this? Matt Not got Matt. the second fall. Okay, I thought it was Jeff who did like the one that looked like like a, seriously a stunner. Yeah, but maybe. no, you're you might, you're right. It might have been Matt, but yeah. I know the one you're talking about. And that one did look like it looked like they were intentionally trying to do something different there. I don't know because both got like the fact that both whichever hardy it was did the sitting. And the fact that the guy sold it like a stunner made me think they both must have been like, we're not doing like the layout, layout. thing. Yeah, that was weird. Um, the uh, deciding fall ended in a double countout. Teams continued to brawl after the match ended, and that's the end of week the finish. Week finish Real for that third finish. fall, yeah. especially what why like, with what people were thinking was we going to so happen. Excited about it, and then yeah. it just fucking <laughs> wet fart. Yeah. It went from like, and I was excited during the match. Like it, the tag team main event was pretty good. Sure. Up to the third finish. Uh, studs und duds. Joe and Lesnar. Okay. That's my studs. Duds. Bailey. I unless maybe they're playing up this awkward thing. Maybe sure. they're maybe they're aware now. I will give my dud to the women's segment because it mm-hmm. was just so similar to what they're doing on SmackDown and didn't need to happen at all. I will give my stud to Akira Tozawa because he fucking made me laugh. Sure. I'll give my stud to that first segment, too. It was one of the only things in that show I liked. Uh, and my dud, oh, I think I have to go. It's between the ones you guys picked, and I think for me I have to go with the women's segment just because I do have that one little thing in my head where I was like, that Bailey thing might have actually been good, depending on what they're doing with it. Let it play out. And I like the Corey yeah. Graves line it in. I'm giving Corey Graves a stud, too. Sure. I'm surprised nobody picked Alicia Fox on the FaceTime as their dud. I don't think I hated it enough. I was pretty neutral I towards it. I was just it. like, this yeah, is too. weird. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Good. I hope it doesn't stick around more than a week. If Boris was here, though, look out. Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> Like my Simpsons thing that I posted. I on did like Fuck, that, man. I laughed out loud in the middle of work. <laughs> Sometimes, like, Warren doesn't post a lot of Simpsons stuff. But when he does, it's on the, like, on the <laughs> perfect. He doesn't, he so doesn't really post any Simpsons no, stuff no. unless it pertains to that specific <laughs> quote, which has become far and away his yeah, favorite. You just love... Is that Aurora Borealis? Steam, steamed hams. That's yeah. my favorite episode, I think, of all time. It's an Albany expression. At this time of day, in this part of the country. Fuck, kills me. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and I, and I, didn't, I didn't even <laughs> notice until like an hour after I posted it that it said entirely within your coin. I just oh. assumed that it said entirely. Like I just, I read it and I'm like, all right, I know where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. You it, could just have the pictures and it would have worked just fine. True. Um, in case you don't know, we're talking about the Canada's turning 150 this year, and they've released this new Toonie. Toonie is our two dollar coin that has the Aurora Borealis, aka the Northern Lights, that actually glow in the dark on mm. the coin. And so the meme was that plus the rest of the. It's gonna be weird, like seeing one of those sitting on your like couch when you Scare come the out. Shit and out of you. You're like, what the fuck <laughs> is hey. that? Like a spaceship? Uranium. <laughs> I am pretty stoked to get one though. Cause like that's fucking dope. Yeah. They got color on them now. Even the quarter has color on the animals. That's pretty cool. 
Fucking Dement is doing some shit. I know. Canada's always been willing to go bold with their money. Yeah, colorful. Rainbow-colored cash. Fucking purple $10 bill, and now yeah. we got like four people in the $10 bill. It's all hanging out there. Crazy. Having a little party. Mount Rushmore can suck my dick. Yeah, eat it, America. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, SmackDown. Steamed hams. Steamed hams live <laughs> from New Orleans. Uh, the New Day starts off the show. They come out walking with a full jazz brass band, which is, I guess, a New Orleans music group. Oh, uh, pre-preference, uh, pre-preface? Preface, preface. yep. Uh, neither me or Brian knows can smack Oh, yeah, I'm filling you guys in. We're, we're horrible re- recently. Like, yeah, you guys have been really bad. For- goddamn go-home show to their pay-per-view, and I didn't even fucking watch. And I had time. This is why we didn't do a pod last week. I, you guys didn't watch SmackDown. I did, actually, last I'm, week. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I will sometimes not watch it when I do have time. Uh, I did legitimately didn't have time this week. I had plenty of time, and I played Friday the 13th instead. So. I came. I actually came home <laughs> last night being like, hey, Ward, I'll watch SmackDown no, with you. No. <laughs> and like I had said that during the day, like the morning. And then I came back and saw him like turning on the video game console yeah. and everything and being like, oh, he's not watching yeah. this. I'm going, yeah. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so New Day comes out. Uh, they start pimping next year's WrestleMania being in New Orleans. Uh, they cut a promo saying we're going to win the titles on Sunday at Money in the Bank and then we'll defend it here again next year at Mania. Usos come out. They do the same kind of Uso penitentiary line that they always do. They say this isn't a game. Um, fashion police music hits. They come out. Fandango co- uh, goes, Usos, your day one isn't even H. It's more G. <laughs> and like, I don't know why. Like, I really like those that guys are too. just so funny. Yeah, uh, the clones come out. They don't really say much of note. That gets us to our eight-man tag, which was the New Day and the Fashion Police versus Usos and the Clones. Mm-hmm. Pretty long match. Uh, Tyler Breeze sold his ass off here. Good. Like, he was bumping for the Usos like crazy. Good. I like that. Uh, both the heel teams worked pretty well together, cutting uh, cutting the ring off. It, pretty much it all led up to uh, Kofi and Xavier Woods getting the hot tags. Okay. Uh, and then just hitting lots of high-flying stuff. Uh, Xavier Woods ends up winning with a double stomp from the top rope. Not like a coup de grace style, more like an assisted one, like Kofi Adam over his knee. Okay, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the Midnight Hour, or is that a different move entirely? No, the Midnight Hour was always when the guy was on his shoulder. That's a big guy. E, Kofi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they've done that move once or twice before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, just don't know if they I was going to write Midnight Hour, and I was like, I don't think that's the move, and I haven't seen that move in forever. Uh, from there, Mojo is interviewed backstage by Dasha. Just a quick take out the window before you read that next line. Was, 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 was that the queen lady? <laughs> it was, but I don't know if it was the right one. Oh. Um, oh, you'd know. <laughs> Mojo talks about dropping the ball last week against Jinder Mahal. Uh, says he came up short, then all right. of a sudden a hand hits him on the back. And it's your broski. Oh, he's back. Zack Ryder. All right, good. I'm so sad that I missed the return. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfucker. Warren's eyes are firmly rolled back in his head. Uh, <laughs> he, you couldn't tell. He had the sarcasm knob cranked to 11 there. Uh, so they said they got some team work to do getting the Hyperos back together. Sure. Naomi versus Tamina. Lana comes out to ringside. Uh, come, Lana comes out. Her theme is really catchy. Lana's? Yeah. I like it a lot. It's it gets like right stuck in your head. Yeah. Too. 
Like, like it's, it's like later you're like doing the dishes or something. You're like, I like that little sound that's on there. That makes me like that. You pick up really obscure things in songs now. There was something you said the other day where you're like, oh, gender gender's music has this new like effect. I heard it now and I know what you're talking about. First time you said it, I thought you were crazy. No, no. No, no. No, no. Also, Ginger should come out like all the way to the ring with On a it camel. fully over his face. I don't like that he takes it off his face when he comes out. I do like how when he whips it down, though. I like the reveal. So do I, but he should do that in the ring because he looks like such a fucking badass when it's over his face. Yeah. Not that he doesn't when it's off, but like it just looks so menacing that I'm like, why don't you just wear that to the ring? And then when you get in the ring. It does look pretty menacing, actually. It's kind of like the shield mask. That oh, they when they used to wear time. those biker yeah. masks? That was dope. Uh, there's a pretty audible We Want Rusev chant. Uh, right. Tamina's offense consists of only a couple things. Throwing Naomi by the hair, mm-hmm. clotheslines, mm-hmm. headbutts, and headlocks. All right. That was her entire moveset this match. Uh, Naomi ends up winning with a split-legged moonsault. Lana then attacks her from behind. Um, did you see Lana's finisher or what the move she hit? Nope. Um, it was kind of like, you know how a fisherman suplex to grab one leg? Yep. She did that. But then she just hoists her up and spine busts her, kind of. Like a okay. sit-down spine buster, almost. Weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I can picture Props that. to her for hitting it in the dress as well. But when she went to get up, she kind of stumbled and got caught in her dress. But that's going to happen when you put a girl out there in a gown like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I assume this is her fisher. Then she took the women's title and posed with it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So do you guys think Lana could win? I mean, I totally oh, I 100% she fucking, could win. Anything could happen now. Chance that she can win. After gender, I, anything's happening nowadays. Yep. Yeah, and especially with the money in the bank thing, right? You you, you got to think about now that they have that for the women that they could do a lot of things. Lana's the perfect person to get cashed in on. Yeah. It's that yeah. Anything's possible. Now, it, you know, how was the heat factor? Was she booed more this week or was it still yay Lana because she's hot? We like her. I think it was still kind of gay Lana. Yeah. Like the crowd kind of was like, oh, when she hit her finisher. But for the most part, they're pretty. <laughs> you said gay Lana. I don't know why you said gay Lana. Wait, no, really? Yes, yeah. you did. That's why he gave me the gopher. Like, Pop my head up over there. <laughs> Is this like when, um, when Dean Ambrose said, he's supposed to say, I like black eyes, but then yeah. he said, I like black guys? Yeah. Gay Lana. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I was, I was trying to figure out if I, if it was just me that heard that. So I like no, popped no, up and looked no, at Warren's no. eyes and then like looked over at you and just kept going. Oh yeah, I was totally I was totally going to let it keep going too. Similar to Scott Steiner, I also battle the English language on a regular basis. That's okay. Jinder Mahal cut a promo um, on Randy saying he's going to beat him in uh, his hometown in front of his dad who will be at ringside. Jinder timed the walk perfectly for the carpet that like burns on the ramp now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. He timed it perfectly yeah. for like it was like as yeah, he was the stepping. first week I noticed it, he had no fucking clue where that thing was. No, I wonder yeah, if he even knew it was a thing. Like maybe not. They probably don't let the production crew talk so, to the talent. That's fair. Once he cut his promo, he goes, "Oh, I'm talking like crap about Orton's family, and he's still not here. He's not a real man." Orton's music then hits, and then the Singh brothers like are like, "Oh, let's get him from the ramp." Orton slides into the ring, hits a wicked RKO. They filmed it perfectly, and then hightails it out of the ring through the crowd. That yeah. works. Yeah. Hit and run. People love that RKO. Like, there are certain finishers that people will always pop for, and I think the RKO move. is one of them. Yeah. Um, 
Ginger's going to beat the shit out of his dad, right? That's going to happen. Yeah, you'd assume so. And then Randy. But he can't get color. He can't get color, though. Gets disqualified because he beats the shit out of Ginger in return or something. Is that how, is that how you keep the belt on him? Maybe. I don't know. It just feels like why would you emphasize that his dad's there if you're not going to. Cena also seems something. like he would want around with Jinder, which is weird that he is. Not if he's going wrong. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that was the 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 from Meltzer. He used the term "penciled in" mm. that it was penciled in for Cena and Jinder at um, uh, SummerSlam. Well, if you're a free gene, you can float back and forth. Apparently, as as you know, with pencils, they can be erased. So, I'd like to see Jinder Rusev. Would you though? As Rusev is a face. Oh yeah, I guess I don't know. Like, on that's that one. such a weird matchup that mm-hmm. like you'd have to like explain a lot of stuff that why Rusev is this baby yeah. face now. Yeah, he after needs being time the to last get... four years of. But there were Fuck we America. want Rusev chance though, right? So maybe the crowd will get behind him. I think he's they're been ready a... for it. He's and been I'm gone still, for a while. I'm still like I'm still getting there, and I, I'm I'm actually bigger on Jinder than I was when he first run what won. But for me, it's like. I'm not looking forward to Jinder and anyone, really. Like, it doesn't have that match sure. feel where it's like, man, imagine Jinder working with a this superstar. I think Cena is is maybe my best option just because it is the U.S. Yeah. Super U.S. guy versus the heel anti-American character. Right. We'll see. Yeah, fair. AJ could be up there at some point, too. Mm-hmm. That'd be okay. Yeah. But again, I don't. It would be like it's probably a good wrestling match. It's just not that you know how you make a list of people. You're like, mm-hmm. this is a dream match. Quote, Joe, Joe and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. it's just like yeah, I have, yeah. I have no, I have no gender. AJ guys. and Nakamura. Yeah, right. Yeah, gender and who is the dream? Uh, Fashion Files is up next. Uh, still doing the film noir style. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> Fandango's in the mirror. He's like, oh, I just got my chest waxed. I can't wait to show it off in the Big Easy. I'm sorry, Ch- just got my what? Chest waxed. Okay. Hold on, I gotta get back into Fandango character. I only knew because I like watched his lips do it. (laughs) Chess wise. Chess wise. (laughs) Okay, I gotta get back into Fandango. Sorry. Can't wait to show it off with Breezy in the Big Easy. Huh. That rhymed. And it's all in his own head still. He's still doing the monologue. I like that. And he's like, speaking of Breeze, where is he? So he walks into another room. Their board's been trashed once again. The only thing you could see on it was Sami Zayn, and it says, too generic. And then a sticky note says, needs nice. a mask. Nice. Well done. El Generico. I get it. So Breeze is taken out, and he goes, Breeze. And he touches them, and they both kind of scare each other. They're like, ah, ah. They like, scare each other. And he's like, Breeze, what happened? He's like, I was attacked. Fandango grabs a sketchbook, and he's like, describe him to me. Tal Breeze goes, greasy hair, super dry skin, one arm. No, two arms. And then Fandango's like, was it these guys and it's two stick men? And they're like, yeah. They're like, we're on the case. And then they leave. I like that. Yeah, it's fun. Like, they're they're somehow always coming up with something just slightly different. Sure. Yeah, exactly. To not be like, same old, same old. Yep. From there, we get our main event, which is everyone in the Money in the Bank ladder match Mm -hmm. for the men's. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heels versus faces. That was coming. Yeah. Oh. Dolph Ziggler is a heel in baby blue tights. Only in America. <laughs> All right. Because when, when you think heels, baby blue. Sure. Uh, it was like a pretty face, fast pace, face, face pace match. Fast pace match is really chaotic at times. Uh, guys are just bumping and crashing everywhere. They're getting prepped for Sunday. Uh, Sammy ends up pinning Corbin after hitting the Huluva kick. Post match, uh, 
Ziggler jumps AJ, then KO throws Nakamura into the barricade, then brings a ladder into the ring. All of a sudden, you know everybody's getting laid out with ladders. Uh, KO and Ziggler team up. The commentary is like, that's the thing with Sunday. You could see some alliances you wouldn't expect. So they're just taking the ladder, like each have a side, and they're just ramming it into everybody. Uh, finally, Nakamura is able to... Oh, no, sorry. Corbin blindsides both of them, so takes out both the other heels. Then Nakamura kinchasses Corbin, sets up a ladder, walks all the way up the ladder, and unhooks the briefcase. Well, so He's not going to win this Naxalt Sunday. Naxalt winning on Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was SmackDown Live. Good. Sounds like a show. It your, was a show. Your studs and duds. Scott. My studs and duds. Uh, fashion Police get a stud. Okay. Um, the tag team match to open the show was pretty good. Main event was good. Duds. They didn't really progress any real stories. No. Like, nothing was like, oh, shit, this developed more. Because even the Fashion Files thing, you don't know who attacked Breeze yet. They just have dry skin and one or two arms. Dry skin. And greasy hair. The fucking singer. Singer guy. Elias. The guy who sings. Oh, in English. English. Yes, 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 yes. He's got greasy hair. And he's pale, so it could be dry. Ashy. Or maybe they're just saying that because that's two, like, not admirable qualities. (laughs) Yeah. I can just see that being something that Breeze would really judge somebody by. He's like, ugh. Have you even moisturized? Mm. Uh, 205. 205. He's got a little green sticky note. Watched it this morning. I thought it was going to be on the paper. You could just crumple it up. That's no. what I was going to That throat. Pulls out this tiny little. <laughs> All right. All right. And I wrote really little in the lines, too. Good. Uh, Corey Graves is on commentary with this new guy named Vic. I didn't catch his last name. Oh. White guy, blonde hair. Okay. He was okay. Let's see if I can figure I that think out. he's done, um, like, main events and stuff, like, the show main event. Interesting. Commentary. Uh, you got Cedric versus Davari. Mid-match, Dark came out and uh, tried to do a run-out, still with Alicia Fox's on the Titantron and on the speakers. Um, Dar doesn't even really get a distraction. Like, he gets drop-kicked by Cedric, and then immediately uh, Cedric hits a lumbar check on Davari and then hangs up the phone. So I hope that means the feud's over, because I'm really past the Cedric Alexander-Alicia Fox storyline. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, that's fine. It just came back. It just feels like it's been going on forever. Because... It feels like it never stopped. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> even when he was out, they would still like reference and shit on him. Mm-hmm. Vic Joseph. In case you didn't know, Vic Joseph is the former commentator of independent promotion House of Hardcore and has also been a host of the Cleveland Browns Network. Well, that's a fucking rough life. <laughs> uh, whose real name is Vic, Jesus, Travagaliante. Signed since January of this year. He's been commentating on main event. Uh, he also serves as the announcer slash host for NXT. So he does some backstage stuff there. Okay. Uh, they just wanted Tom Phillips, I guess, to focus on SmackDown and NXT. So, How was he? Did he, he was okay? I didn't really notice. No. Was he the lead guy or was no. Corey the lead Graves guy? Graves was leading him. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting, I guess. And Graves was kind of like... He looks like such a dork. He'd say stuff, and then Graves would be like, you don't even know the backstory on these guys, like, because it's his first week. I like that. Uh, Aries comes out, says he's not medically cleared. He says he's not sure when he'll be back, but he's hoping to see everybody sooner than later. Okay. Nice comes out, interrupts, kind of 
acts like he's going to beat Aries up. Jack Gallagher comes out to defend Aries' honor mm-hmm. and wallops niece with a, what is his, what does he call his umbrella? No, uh, William? Is it William the something? William the third? I honestly don't know. Watch Anik, or watch 205, boys. <laughs> so he, he I've been bro- watching SmackDown lately. <laughs> Fuck. You weren't even doing NXT there for a little bit, Warren. I didn't watch NXT this week either. Son of a bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying this fucking thing, I and I'm know. the worst. I know, I know. Uh, main event was Tozawa versus TJP. Uh, before the match, um, Titus appeared in the locker room with Tozawa and gave him a pep talk. Said, represent the Titus brand well out there. And uh, TJP, they're trying to make a face now. He also had a vignette, where, or not a vignette, but a backstage thing where Rich Swan was talking to him, and he was like, Swan was like, hey, man. You had a good match. Things would have gone your way. You should be champ right now. And then uh, Swan was pretty much like, we're still friends, man. Don't worry about it. Good. Good guy, Swan. I also heard, I don't know how true this is. I heard it on Meltzer and Brian Alvarez's show that the reason why he's not called TJ Perkins anymore is because Vince McMahon doesn't like the restaurant Perkins. Oh, my God. I love that. (laughs) See, I would have jokingly said that. Like, that sounds like something I would have said on a podcast where I'm like, Oh, he's just TJP now. I guess he doesn't like the fucking restaurant. Yeah. And it... Well, we all thought it was a branding thing. We're like, oh, it's probably easier to copyright TJP than it is to That's funny. someone's full name. Mm-hmm. That is funny. Vince is a weird guy. Jericho said recently on his podcast, too, where it's like, don't talk to Vince McMahon if he's hungry. He's not receptive to new ideas if he's hungry. Jesus. Just carry food with you at all times. Yeah. Like, Here you go. I got, a, I got a steak wrap for you. Out of, out of your hand like he's an animal, too. <laughs> Eat this. Good Vince. <laughs> you pitch him an idea. Take it nice. All right. Uh, Tazawa one. Good. 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 Uh, all right. NXT. Drew McIntyre defeated Rob Horizon. Okay. Wasn't much to write home about. No. Okay. Uh, NXT Tag Team Champions, The Authors of Pain, defeated Anthony Dominguez and Wilmer Frede. I don't imagine. Only one. Only Razor got involved in this match. Oh, really? That's the other guy didn't even stand on the apron. He was on the floor, and he stood with... Um, Paul Ellering. Uh, Paul Ellering, thank you. Wilmer is a great name for anyone. <laughs> Wilmer Friday. Wilmer. That's good. Uh, Velveteen Dream defeated Raul Mendoza. Mendoza! Who, who is from the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Velveteen Dream acting a lot more like feminine, like his body language and stuff like that. Like he'll duck a clothesline and then he like puts his arms out, like very Dalton Castle-esque. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Flamboyant. Very flamboyant, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, is he is he being called by his real name, Patrick Clark, yeah. anymore? Or is it just Velveteen? Dream? No, they call him both. Okay. Like it's like the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. Sure, that makes sense. Which is also terrible. Yes, it is. Uh, NXT Women's Triple Title Triple Threat Elimination Match ended in a no contest. It was fucking good. Was it? So Ruby Riot got eliminated by Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asuka spent a good time on the outside. So they kind of let those two go at it. And then uh, the girls got... They, oh, they mm. brawled to the back, pretty much. And then, like, Nikki Cross put Asuka's head in, like, a water cooler that looked ice cold. And then they, they brawled still back to where the stage was. Uh, they ended up taking a bump off where the announce tables are. Uh Pretty good match. If you get a chance, Warren, check this out if it shows up on the network channel over the weekend. Was uh, We have a recording. Uh, Ember Moon in there at all? Did Ember she... Moon had a vignette okay. being like, oh, uh, with the Aussies. Where they're now calling the Iconic Twins. Right. I think they've been doing that a little bit in the last few shows. Well, they were just there. Iconic originally. Now oh, I see. Now yeah. they're saying they're 
sisters. I see. Um, did they air a vignette for the Daria chick too, whose name's not Daria anymore? Yes, they did. Devil, um, Devil, Deville. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It was her just saying like, I didn't choose to come here. I came or oh, fuck, what was it? It's like I didn't choose to come to the performance center to learn. I came to fight or something like that. As well as they also had a vignette for fuck. Uh, oh no, it wasn't a vignette. Cra- uh, Crazy Mary Dobson has debuted. She's Sarah Logan. So good. Sad to see the crazy Mary thing go, but hey man. Sarah Never Logan could be Yeah. It's wrestling. Sarah yeah. Logan just kind of comes out as just generic wrestler girl at this point. So anything could happen. Yeah. All right. Uh emails first. Yeah, Let's we'll do, do emails, emails first. There's uh one from last week from Nova Punk. Uh it says, Hey Satpod, guys, pick which of the two you prefer. Sean or Brett? Sean. Probably Sean. Yeah, me too, which sucks because I feel like it's our civic duty. Yeah, to, to be in Brett's corner. <laughs> uh, Matt or Jeff? Ooh, uh, I was Jeff, always a Matt guy growing up. Yeah, it was Jeff for me growing up, and then it flipped to Matt now. So I guess I'd say Matt if it's all based on now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If it's based on now, then I would be the same. I yeah. was always Jeff growing up too. NWO or DX? DX. Yeah, I don't know. I was a WWE like FE guy, so I'd say DX because I know more of their skits. I, the NWO is cool. I just don't know a lot of the shit they really did. I, I think, never really saw WCW. I think NWO for someone who had watched everything, you'd be crazy not to pick NWO. Mm-hmm. But I have no. I do not have the. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Hogan or Macho? Macho. 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 Yep. Uh, Rock or Austin? Uh, Austin. Probably Stone Cold. That's a good one though. I like. I really like both those guys. These are good questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go Austin too, but not by much. Yeah. I fucking loved The Rock when I was a kid. Uh, Hardys or Dudleys? Dudleys. Dudleys. Hardys. Orton or Cena? Cena. Cena. Orton. Breeze or Fandango? <laughs> Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> Fandango. <laughs> uh, rude or a Tommy? Rude. Rude. Yeah, rude. I had to figure out who a Tommy was real quick. <laughs> Trish or Lita? Lita. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, uh, Trish. Yeah, me too. Uh, Owens or Zane? Owens. 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 Woods or Big E? Ooh. Big E. Uh, Big I e. gotta go yeah. Big E. Yeah. As much as I love the video game aspect yep. of Xavier Woods, mm. Big E is just so hilarious. Like, when he shows up on my television, I'm always like, okay, what's he gonna do and just what's he gonna even say? his facials are just, like, making me laugh harder than what Woods is saying sometimes. <laughs> his fucking dart- eyes darting around. Uh, Big Show or Andre? Oh, show. I'm going to go with Andre just based off like reading the anybody want a peanut? And that's all I got for Andre is anybody got a peanut? <laughs> and him getting slammed by like Hogan. I would pick Big Show as yeah. well. Uh, money in the Bank or Elimination Chamber? Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Money in the Bank has been good more often. Sure. Elimination Chamber generally suffers because it's always placed in a bad the, spot. The first Elimination Chambers were fucking great, but it, it is... It, it ended up in that spot before Mania for so long where yeah. you never expected the title to change, or if it did, you knew what they were setting up for the, the main event of Mania. Bless you, Warren. Thank you. Uh, Titus or Darren Young? Titus. Yeah. Titus, probably? Jericho or Eddie Guerrero? Oh. <laughs> That's not fair. That is a tough now one. Now you're being mean. I got to go Jericho. I fucking love me some Eddie Guerrero. I do, too. But- Jericho is just yeah. Like fucking... Jericho is my favorite 
in a very long time. Yeah. Like, it's Shawn Michaels one. Jericho is my one in 1A, so. Mm. I think I'm going to go with Chris Jericho, too, actually. Okay. Uh, and the last Shit. one is, and I don't, see, the, you could look at this a couple ways. Heyman or Cornette? Not Heyman. Oh, Shit, Are we talking on screen character or the human being? Which one do you prefer? Yeah, because it's got to be Heyman for yeah. me. I think it's Jim Cornette because I live on the internet. Heyman's cool and I love what he did with ECW and he's a great promo. Yeah. Jim Cornette's a fucking loose cannon on the internet, man. I, I, I love like Jim Cornette. But is that his character? Or is that his. That's him as a person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I think we're, we're picking. picking as oh, a but it's who fan. do you prefer? I assumed it meant I prefer, in a wrestling I prefer Cornette on screen to Heyman, okay. generally. There you go. Good. That's good. I like that. Good shit. That's fun. Nova Punk, keep those coming if you want. Those were close, too. Like There yeah. wasn't a lot of like... Good oh, comparisons. Yeah. Uh, Duncan, Dear the Satapur Canes. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, dudes, I hope your weeks have been tender, love, and care fests. Question time. One with the news of Bray Wyatt's affair with JoJo leaking. Can you guys think of a awesome... More unlikely, but plausible couples that could be around in the dub dub e. So we want unlikely couples. Unlikely, unlikely couples. But you could still see them together, like within the WWE. Is that what he means? Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn and Sasha Banks. All right, I'm gonna do. I'm going to do... Oh, I got to go. Nikki Cross? Yeah. No. Ruby Riot. She's more punk. And Roderick Strong with, like, the jock guy. Sure. Opposites attract sometimes. That's fair. I'm going to do Bailey. Mm -hmm. And... I'll me. (laughs) No, I was going to pick... Just destroy that girl. uh, Alistair Black. Ooh, that's pretty (laughs) good, too, actually. Uh, with them doing the big pull-apart segment for Joe and Lesnar, do you think WWE may consider extending the feud beyond Great Balls of Fire? I don't. I think it's... I feel like maybe they bookmark it some way. Uh, yes. Like maybe... Re- yes. Because I think come that back to would it. deserve more than one show. Put a pin in it. Yeah. And then come back to it later. Right. Absolutely, but not necessarily in a in a succession. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it is going to be Braun at SummerSlam. I, I think, think you do really Braun like and Roman at Great Balls. Yeah. Uh, have them do the surprise return. And then, uh, then you can go on to SummerSlam with Braun and Lesnar, which I would be also equally excited for. So I think like Braun and Reigns has to happen at least one more time because you got to have Braun come in and go. I still am not done with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about shortening that pay per view name to Great Balls. No, that's I, eventually <laughs> I'm just going to start calling it Balls. So yeah. well, used to we're it. making our Balls picks today. Yeah. Like once it's a <laughs> once it's a pay per view staple, and yeah. we're like, well, Every yeah, year. usually the pay per views get real cold, but then they really start to heat up around and Money in the Bank and balls. Listen, I don't know if we've been those on great balls of fire, are so warm. We've seen it officially, but at least at least they fucking dove into their pocket and bought the fucking song. It's public domain. There's no way it's public domain. That nope. song is not over a hundred years old. I don't think. Is it a hundred years or yes. is it seventy five? A hundred years. You probably bought it for nothing. I'm going to double check that. I I thought that song was already public domain. There's no way it's public domain. There is no way. My computer is frozen. Goodness great balls of fire. I will say, I don't like the name, but I do like that video package they do for it where they show like Samoa Joe's diner and then like 
the beast of the movie at the drive-in theater and shit. I like that. What do you got for us? This is a lot of big words. For a work for hire, the copyright in a work created before 1978, but not therefore after, in the public domain or registered for copyright, subsists from January 1st, 1978, and endures for a term of 95 years from the year of its first publication, or a term of 120 years from its first creation, whichever expires first. So 95 minimum. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm reading here, too. I I just Googled, is Great Balls of Fire public domain? What did it say? No. Said no, Uh, Scotty, you idiot. Did it say no, Scotty, you idiot on there? Siri, just saying that. For he's him. looking at it and he's not answering. I'm reading. That's why really... I don't want to. I don't want to make a. All right. It'll become. It came out in 1964. Yeah, it's not going to be until like 1957 years. or something like that. It said. Oh, sorry, 2053. That's when it'll become public domain. Well, you were close. Yep. Yeah, I was only off by like <laughs> 40 fucking years. Uh, where were we here? Email. Okay. Uh, with Great Balls of Fire being named after famous song, what other song lyrics do you think would make a great pay-per-view name? I think the Beatles tune Maxwell Silver Hammer would make an okay pay-per-view name. Sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Let's just pick one song each and do this because we could spend so much time doing yeah. this. Um, a song lyric. Or, or title, I guess. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> All right. <laughs> WWE, love is a battlefield. <laughs> I could see it, which is fucked. Um, um, into club. And it's just in, in a club. It's all bar fights, bar and brawls. Yep. Yep. Cut my heart into pieces. <laughs> last Resort wouldn't be the worst name for a pay-per-view, <laughs> to be totally honest with WWE, you. WWE, Last Resort. Um, where are we here? Uh, four. Of all the Money in the Bank ladder matches, which one do you think was the most stacked and most unpredictable? I lean towards the first just because yeah, you didn't know what you be were better. You're just watching it and you're like, what is this? How does this work? Right. Back before the brand split. Edge and wins? It, what? And it felt like the guys in there, like we're, we always talk about now how, oh, this is a good catapult point for a guy to get to the next step. It felt like all the guys right at the beginning were almost at that step already. Like it was guys who were like, well, these these... He, these guys are in the main event, and these guys are the guys who are just bubbling under. It's not like, oh, who's this rando who's winning? I remember the who year. Who the that, fuck is Daniel Bryan? <laughs> the year that Jack Swagger won it was the year that I was like, all right, this is gone. You're so Too far. far. You've yeah. lost me. They jumped the shark. You've yeah. lost me here, fellas. They brought it back with with Daniel Bryan and mm-hmm. like the CM Punk second one, and that was all good. But I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Jack Swagger. Like, the, come on. I think even when Daniel Bryan's. When he won his, he wasn't anything yet. Like he was. No, it was before the Yes movement. Yeah, but because wasn't CM Punk's second one like the next year? Was it back to back? I, I feel been. like it was back yeah. to back. Yeah, might have been. Yeah, I feel like it was Edge CM Punk CM Punk. Could have been. Yeah, very well. Could have been. There was a uh, Mr. Kennedy in there somewhere as well. Yeah. Someone won it from him, didn't he? Yes. He didn't get to cash it in. Because they he got hurt and they didn't want it on somebody who was hurt. Rob Van Dam in there too. Is that when he when he blew out his shoulder for Kennedy? Could have been. Probably 
let's go. I'm gonna roll, rattle through the winners here because hey, now I'm curious. Hit it. Um, why don't you just show me winners? Winners. There's 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know who won the first one. They, let's not forget Chris Jericho invented this, boys. Yes. Let's let's keep that in mind. Why don't you just give me a fucking list of the winners? There we go. Edge, Rob Van Dam, Mr. Kennedy, CM Punk, CM Punk, Jack Swagger, Kane, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Del Rio, Ziggler, Cena, Sandow, Orton, Rollins, Sheamus, Ambrose. God, remember fucking Sandow's? Such and everyone's like, yay, he's going to make something of himself. And they just fucking went out there, cashed in, and lost. And that was, they broke up the Rhodes Scholars, Scholars to yeah. do that. And yeah. he had a really dope briefcase. Because yeah. he pushed Cody off the... Yes. And then they feuded chocolate. over it, and he threw it in the fucking drink, wherever the fuck they were that one time. Yeah. The Gulf. The Gulf of Mexico, Long as always. sound or some shit. Fucking weird shit. Um, let's get back to this email. Five. Which sports city... Do you think is the saddest sob story? I vote Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo never wins anything. The uh, yeah, Bills suck. Everyone the always, suck. All, everyone always says Cleveland, but they've won. Cleveland the, Browns fans, I guess. Yeah, the Browns fans really have it rough. Uh, but yeah, but I would they say Buffalo. Their, they finally got there. Mm-hmm. Well, they got two, I guess. Yeah, they got the Indians and the, the Cavs. Yeah. Well, the Indians didn't win, though, right? No. That was Cubbies. Yeah. At least you went to the dance. Um, it probably depends on what teams you're you put stock Toronto, in, right? Yeah, Toronto's had a for for the heart of Canada shit. and their yeah. hockey team that they haven't fucking done anything since 1964. <laughs> but at least their ball team is like making the playoffs and everything. Yeah. And that they only got the two team. Well, unless you call it count the Argonauts, team. they only count a CFL team that or always has a one in eight chance of making it. The soccer team or the lacrosse team, I guess, is pretty. good. Are they good? Yeah. I think that Toronto FC is picking up some yeah. popularity. Yeah. Same with Vancouver Whitecaps. I think it's Buffalo. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Buffalo too. Because it's just such a, it's a shitty city to begin with. Mm. Like, Whenever I see somebody in a Sabres like no, Sabres gear no, or like no. a Buffalo Bills jersey, I'm like, no. buddy, what are you doing? It feels like I've never heard of Minnesota winning a whole lot. Like they don't suck the way these. The Vikings other used do. to win. Yeah, back in the day when they had Brett Favre, right? No, 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 no. no, no. I, I'm not an NFL guy. Somebody help me out here. Brett Favre did not play long there, there and they were like, not overly successful. Who was their big quarterback? They didn't really have one. They no. had Randy Moss for the longest time. Eddie Bridgewater. <laughs> Who's that? He's coming back, man. That <laughs> knee's all fixed up. He almost fucking got his leg amputated last year. He's coming back. Oh. All right. Um, six. Who do you think we are currently in a golden era of WWE? If not, what would you call this era of wrestling? Thanks, bros. Love you. Keep on being forced into the Titus brand. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. I don't think this is a golden era right now. No. My mood changes and shifts depending on how yeah. co- good it is like at the moment. Again, it's it's so susceptible. I can't talk. Susceptible. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, to whoever's watching it. Like, yeah. Do you prefer in-ring wrestling? Then, yeah, I guess this is as golden as the in-ring wrestling has been. Yeah. But it is an overall product when you factor in the ratings and yeah. the stories and what they're doing and the talent and everything. It's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's not. like the worst thing about Raw is that like the entering is good. You're like, wow, these matches are pretty good when they give sure. them the time. But there's no storylines for anything, so why do I care? Yeah. You could argue that, and I hate being this guy because it's just the popular thing, but you could argue that the golden era was the attitude era because mm-hmm. based on success and amount of eyeballs and you know revenue and from that standpoint... They had all the eyeballs. I like to think Ruthless Aggression Era was really good, but I think that's just because I was, like, a kid. Yeah. And, like, it was all new to me, and 
the storylines were kind of out there at times. Heidenreich trying to like take Michael Cole and stuff. That's right. Uh, last email from Gizmo. What up, Sat Squad? Didn't get my dose of the Sat Pod last week, so I'm glad you guys are back. Fuck, this email page is losing its mind right now. <laughs> it's like flickering. Fight through. Uh, still in a cast and seems like I will be for a month or two more, so forgive me if my email starts to sound like a Ms. Guy one. Ooh. Question time. One, what do you guys think of Nia Jack's tweet about SmackDown using all of their female roster? Do you think... Raw should use more of the female roster in their storylines. Mm, I've said this like since the brand split that I thought like the girls top to bottom were just more believable on SmackDown, and that might be because they use they, they are always in matches and programs, whereas Raw it always felt like they had those few girls at the top, and everyone else would be just hidden. Yeah, and occasionally they rotate one person in. Mm-hmm. Mm. So See, yes, I totally think so. Seen Summer Ray? Mm-hmm. She's technically on Raw. She been she hasn't been back since she like, she hasn't returned. She yet. was draft. backstage a couple shows ago, but I haven't heard much about her. I know she just got cleared from injury. So yeah. Uh, do you think hometown curse makes Money in the Bank very predictable? Yes. What else is it? Just Orton or is there? Yeah, somebody just else? Orton. Yeah, just Orton. Oh, but so been... ju- okay. I was thinking of the Money in the Bank match, and yeah. I was like, I don't know the connection we're making. Yeah. I think I, I think just the fact that Jinder is a new champion should be more than enough to be predictable. Yeah, personally, they, that, just, that title gets hot shotted less than any other titles. So. If you want to stat, like you have to let Jinder have a good run if you want him to remain at the level that they have skyrocketed him to. Mm-hmm. Right, like he can't just lose it immediately and then he'll drift right. back into oblivion. He needs back to, to jobber status. He needs to maintain for a while, right. so that later on you remember that he actually did some things. He's gonna uh, hold it till that India. Yeah, it's it's very possible. It wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Uh, three, if you had a chance to spend a day with any WWE superstar that is still alive, who would it be and why? Do you have any burning questions you would want to ask them? Rob Rusev. Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Rusev. Mm. I want to go to a hockey game with Rusev That'd and drink some beers. I just want to smoke weed with Rob Van Dam. Although Braun would be right up there, too. I would like to hang out with Austin. Yeah, it would be a lot be of fun, fun, too. Yeah, Drinking. Yeah, I also like to grab a hunt or something. Sure. I think you do that with Shanzi. But I think Shanzi would get a little preachy with me. Yeah, that's true. A little high and mighty. <laughs> yeah. A little holy and Preachy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have a beer with Sami Zayn, just because we like a lot of the same bands. Sure. So I'm sure, like, if there was a jukebox full of, like, ska and punk, I'd be like, dude, we know all these tunes. We're now best friends. Cody Rhodes. You could talk about your hockey pool. Yeah. With him. Uh, four, it might just be me. But it seems like, uh, that, sorry, it seems that Jinder, fuck, I can't read. It seems Ooh. since Jinder won the title, he was put into the mold of a typical heel wearing a suit and saying things to get cheap heat. Also, the red carpet they built to the ring for him looks really cheap. What do you guys think of his run as champ so far? I'm still working on, and as a positive wrestling fan, I'm trying to give myself over to it, but I'm still working on the whole believability of him being the champion whenever he comes up sure. and being like, I just feel like wrestling just doesn't feel as important when you have the title belt. (laughs) He values the title. Um, He looks like a champion, though, the body-wise. Yes. You can't argue with that. He does. It just sucks knowing, like, he was 3MB and, like, Mm -hmm. he was with Kali and stuff. Mm. So, I don't know. His reign's been okay, but I also don't like Randy Orton. You know what I mean? So, I'm never going to be like, let's see what happens when it's AJ Styles or anybody else. 
I'm like, oh, I'm no longer cheering for Jinder. Because right now I'm in his corner and I want him to retain and I want him to not fall back down to that jobber status. As for the cheap heat thing, I think it's just... That's wrestling for you. It's the situation that he's in because of who he is and his heritage that it's just... Like he even said in that one interview that we read a couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago of, of him just saying that he didn't agree with it at first and then he went out there and did it and saw how much heat he got and he's like, fuck, Vince is a genius. Like it's... It works. Mm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's one of those things where it's like the what the world rating is getting, like the fact that that moves the needle when you're the kind of racial stereotype, mm -hmm. nationalistic guy uh, is maybe not what moves the needle for like individual people. Like for me, I was like, oh, fuck, we're doing this again. I'd love to see something different. But if like the world is like, that's what I want from my wrestling, then I can't really expect them to do anything different. Yeah. I do like them taking a chance on somebody, though. That is the nice thing about SmackDown, where you're like, Fuck, Absolutely. anything could happen. They're trying things. Yeah, they're, they're willing to take a risk here. Mm -hmm. Maybe for better or worse, but at least it's fresh and they're trying something. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. And them giving him, like, two goons, like the Bollywood boys with I him. I think those guys are a joke. But that, maybe that kind of works for they, them. They're supposed to be like the <laughs> J&J security yeah. kind of thing. They're the bumpers. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor that the WWE will have Cena face Jinder at SummerSlam and take the title from him then. Do you think the WWE is using the cheap heat, I hate US heat, so that the fans are more accepting of Cena surpassing Flair's record? Very well could be. I didn't even think I was that. hoping they'd save the belt for Mania if they were going to do it. The 16. I really think they are, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, me too. Like, I, but, don't, I don't think he's going to win it yet. It just seems too quick. Of a you have a show for iconic moments like that. And <laughs> it comes around once a year. It's called WrestleMania. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of it. So, yeah, he goes over to Raw for a bit comes after back. he loses to Jinder. Once this whole draft split kind of fuses back you into two super shows. You don't want his 16th to be the fucking red, dumb universal belt, right? You want it to be the actual WWE title. So, yeah. so he's got to be back on SmackDown. But gives you time to go, hey, you can go do over there, do some things, and then. That's it. Is he at 15 or 16? He's tied 60. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, six. Are you ever going to send those prizes for winning the Royal Rumble picks? Or are you just going to let them back up for, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. We'll send them. You wait. You're going to be surprised one day, Gizmo. You're one of the guys who's like the key in this is looking at his phone and might not even know this. Oh, I'm exists. mailing him again? I thought Warren was doing this via work. I could. I, I thought that was the game plan. That's why I gave all the shit to Warren. I could. And by the shit, I just mean one book. I don't even remember what we owe them. We owe them shirts, which we can just order. Yeah, and have them yeah, we can do that those. easily. The one the guy book. gets the book, and then PWA the DVDs. DVDs, which we only have to send out two. Um, my favorite part about this whole thing is not this one, but the last time this question was asked was the first time I knew that we didn't send anything out. <laughs> I know. Like the worst thing is that I like I don't ask Warren about it, so I'm like, maybe they've been sent out in the mail. No, no, I just continue to forget about it. It'll happen before SummerSlam. Uh, we hope. Um, congrats to Brandon for winning the picks championship. I hope you hold it longer than Boris did. P.S. Since I've been home, since I broke my wrist, any suggestions on series to binge watch while I have all this free time? Keep up the good work and the good laughs. Gizmo. P.S. I also left you a five-star review, but stated it was a horrible podcast yes! as requested. Ah. Thank you, Gizmo. I love you. That's oh. what I wanted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> TV shows? Uh, yeah, you got a broken wrist, so you're not going to want anything with anyone too hot in it. That's yeah, true. That's true. It's very true. Um... The no office. <laughs> Speaking of office, I just, like, 
got to where Michael leaves, and like I cried. I cried. Oh, I did gets me every time. I skipped that episode. You know what the worst thing? Yeah, I think I'll skip it from future now. He says that's what she when says. You can't hear him. Yeah, oh, it's oh, so good. <laughs> and then Pam, and you're like, "Fuck, Pam didn't get to uh, see him." And then she comes flying in yep. from left, like, uh, "Oh God, right in the just, feels." You wait, you wait yeah, till you the nothing, ending. Yeah, really? Oh, oh man. Okay, don't. No, we'll I'm talk, not gonna say anything. I'm we'll just talk about it when it happens. You wait. Um. Yeah, you could watch Trailer Park Boys Gizmo. The Park Boys is good. I've been into Black Mirror again lately. Yeah, Black Mirror is really good. They're uh, they're kind of standalone episodes, so if you want to just try a couple and be like, this isn't really my thing, then you can bow out. It's not. Or even just go through the episode selection and read the summary and no, be like, oh, this one sounds like it'd be up my alley because some of them are watch, really weird. Watch the first one. That video game one's weird. Watch yeah. the first the social one media first. ones are really fucked too. Um, I really like Orange Is the New Black. You can watch that show. That one might need a wrist. Depending on what you're into. There's nudity, but not on the people you want the nudity to be on. I guess he's got two wrists, too. That's true. Oh, stranger. stranger in the tub. That's right. You don't know that. You don't know which one he yeah, broke. That's true. I don't know what hand he is. Well, we do, because he's having to use the voice, because he said his wrist is still broken. He had to use the voice to text, which is why he was afraid he was going to sound like Miz Guy. So it's obviously not his dominant hand is the one that's yeah. broken. Oh, I see. Yeah. But what if he's got a different... You can't type with one hand. I mean, you could. But Call them down I know that you know what I've got a different texting hand than a doing hand. With both hands than a business hand. I usually do both hands. Yeah, yeah, me too. Quicker. But if I'm only doing one hand, it is my dominant hand. I feel well. I feel like I have a, like a, a hand that's better for technique, which is my left hand. Sure. Which I use for like throwing ba- like mm-hmm. baseballs and writing. And well, stuff. and I also have the bigger phone now, where sometimes I can't reach to the other side of the phone <laughs> with my thumb. So I have to fucking like yeah. use your nose. Sometimes, eh? like you just yeah. Like, Sometimes I drop my phone on my face when I'm in bed. Oh, yeah. It hurts and it's I feel worst. stupid. It's the worst. Because it scares you, too. Yeah. Because it <laughs> falls and you're like, ah, fuck, and drills you. Yeah. All right, let's make our picks for the money in the bank pay-per-view. Boris has not sent his picks in yet. And, and therefore is disqualified. Same with Colton Kelly. Oh shit! That man has not made picks yet, so that's... yet he has a plate. I didn't make the plates. That's true. Look, I wrote a big DQ in Boris's column. Nice. All right, Bor- Brando is the champion. So you he got gets it. To pick last. No, no. For, I have to pick first, first. Sorry, and gets to pick the number last. Mm-hmm. Uh we will start at the bottom, and that is listed as Naomi. Versus Alana for the women's championship. Who I'm gonna take Naomi. Oh, okay. Anything that happened on SmackDown Live, I'm picking Lana. Huh. Reluctantly picking Lana. Should have watched. <laughs> I'm picking Naomi. For reasons. This is where I, I take the lead. Explain. Uh, or right now. Yeah. The uh, say, women's, women's championship ladder match. Money in the bank is the word I'm looking for. You think she's going to get cashed in on? Becky, Charlotte, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella. Carmella is currently the Vegas odds pick. I don't know if that means Carmella anything. would be really good. She could have Ellsworth hold the briefcase for her. I'm going to take... Yeah. Holy. That looks good. Let's do Carmella. Oh, Let's Shut do Carmella. the fuck up, Scotty. Let's I don't do know. Carmella. I'm to... <laughs> fucking selling him on shit. That's why I didn't want to say why I picked Naomi. Was fuck. 
Stop! Stop! This is serious business. <laughs> Porn is the only fucking... guy who hasn't had that belt. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with that. Fuck. Who are you picking? Carmella. Oh, you're also picking Carmella. Okay. Well, that's a fucking bold move. Six people. My bookie told me it was a sure thing. Both picking her, eh? Vegas odds are right way too often, too. And a lot of times when the Vegas odds have someone weird like that, I'm always like, there's no way. I was going to pick Carmella, but now I don't want to. All right. It'd be funny if we all pick Carmella and it was like Charlotte. I'm picking Charlotte. Only, only for the fact that they then she can be the first woman to one win it. Which, you know, I would have picked Carmella. And that's why I picked Naomi, because I want a face with the championship so that Carmella can eventually cash in. Because it works better with a heel. Yeah. But there goes that idea, Scotty. Sorry. For fuck's sakes. Uh, Usos versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Usos. Usos just got a new t-shirt, so I'm going to pick Usos as well. Yeah, I'm also. They finally got a day one is eight shirt on shop. I'd said I wouldn't be surprised if they get out of this program with the belts, the New Day. I, I, I fully agree. I yeah. just don't think it's in, not, no, the, first not the first match. one. Yeah. yeah. SummerSlam. Owens, Styles, Corbin, Zayn, Ziggler, Knack for the Money in the Bank contract. I'm glad they did that Nakamura thing. Mm-hmm. It does help. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I'm pondering. Yeah. So yeah he's thinking about you want it. To just rattle them off for me again. Ever so deeply. Uh, Owens, Styles, yeah, yeah, Corbin, yeah. Zayn, Ziggler, Shinsuke, Nakamura. Do you want uh, Vegas odds? I'm going to take Corbin. No! <laughs> I'm going to take Corbin. What are the Vegas odds? Corbin's got Vegas odds. <laughs> and the heel thing, too. I'm also picking Corbin. Fuck's sakes. I'm just grumbling. Because KO's probably not going to win it. He's the other heel in the match. Can't rule that out. I don't think he's going to do it. He's Ziggler's a joke. Fucking write him off. Could be Nakamura. Maybe that was just a swerve. Yeah, maybe maybe it go. was just a swerve. But I don't think the timing's right. I also don't think he needs it because he's a good wrestler, so he can just wrestle his way to a championship match as a babyface. Uh-huh. So that brings my picks down to either Ziggler or Corbin. I think Owens and AJ cancel each other out, and Zane doesn't win, so I'm going to have to pick Corbin. Unfortunately. If you would have told me that one of the hardest ones for me to pick, I was going to get out of there with everyone picking the same thing, I'd be a happy man. Uh, main event for the WWE Championship, Jinder Mahal and Randall Orton. Mahal takes it home with him to India. Mahal. Or wherever he's sleeping that night. We got to start factoring in fucking money in the bank now, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because that's mm-hmm. the rule, right, is whoever leaves with the title. Yep. Yeah. So you're not picking the winner of a match. You're picking who's walking out of there with that bitch, which is interesting. Um, I want to make sure that they haven't added a pre-show match because they did end up adding a pre-show match last time and then we missed out on it, but there's nothing on the website. Yeah, they didn't advertise anything on SmackDown or Talking Smack. There are always such dumb little things, too, where we're uh, where I'm always like, I don't even know. Cruz again. I don't know who to fucking pick because I didn't even know there was a build to this. Yeah, watch it be like the Hype Bros first 50-50. match back. 
It'll probably be like Hypros versus Colognes. I could see that. Anyways, we can't pick it because it doesn't Not exist, announced. Which is unfortunate. So uh, let's do the uh, the time. Randall, you should pick a number like what we did the last time. Yep. Okay. So a number between one and two. Yeah. Honor rules, I guess. You want to pick the number, Warren? Uh, what do you mean honor rules? There shouldn't be any honor rules because I, you no, guys, honor are just... rules in that you have to be legitimate. Like if you sit, if you pick two and Warren guesses two, you got to be like, yeah, oh, that I was see. my number. Making sure I don't cheat on behalf yes. of one of yeah. you guys. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Warren, you can guess first. Actually, because we did that, let's picture pick a number between seven and eight. Okay. Okay. I got one. Uh, eight. It was seven. All right, Warren, you got to pick. Do oh, does that mean I go first because I was wrong? Yes. Okay. That is how that works. Yeah. I'm gonna say two. Fifty-eight on the dot. <whistles> Just under the three-hour mark. Only five matches, but there is two ladder matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. true. And a tag match, I guess, on there. Two thirty. Holy, holy man! If it is two thirty, actually, you're gonna feel like man, that was a rip off of a pay per view, debatably. Warren, I'm gonna make you mad. Two thirty one. Yeah, two thirty one. Hot diggity damn! I'm so gonna get this. You think it goes three, eh? Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I feel like there's just not enough there mm-hmm. to make that happen. But they did come somewhat close. They were at 40-something. Did we, did we decide on something that happens if all of us are over? <laughs> no, Jam- we didn't. Jammer <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with that. Or Commissioner Ty Loney makes that call. Ooh, yeah, we'll have to hear what Ty thinks. Like makes a call on who gets also, it. Also, Ty, can you tweet us on? to let us know if you accept the role of commissioner? <laughs> yeah, pertains until we change the rule. I'm yes, that, that that's fine. Until with we me. get a ruling from Mr. Loney? Yeah. That's fine with me. Loney or can? All right. Uh Scotty picked the theme from the pay-per-view this week because we're not listening to that fucking money, 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 money. 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 Uh, that's, that's a different song. This is the one I that's know. just like money, 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 money. Oh, yeah, it's still <laughs> different. Like the- was I thinking Money by Pink Floyd? No, you were no, thinking, you were thinking like, like the Donald Trump one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is just them saying money. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought um, that was the same song all along. No, no, it's different. Uh, you picked NXT TakeOver London, which is two of them, and I believe we used uh, the struts when this actually happens. We'll do Motorhead, Ace of Spades. This is a good card. Yeah. Want to go through it? American Alpha defeated Vaude Villains to win, uh, or sorry, in a fatal four-way. Defeated the Vaude Villains... Hype Bros and Blake and Murphy. Not for the championships, I guess. No, not for the championships. Um, oh, that was the... Okay, these are the two pre-show matches that aired. That's why. Oh, these were like the TV tapers? Yeah. Yes. Elias Sanson defeated Bull Dempsey. Sure. Seven minutes, ten seconds. Sami Zayn defeated Ty Dillinger. Ooh. Uh, and then the main card started. Oscar defeated Emma with Dana Brooke. Yep. Uh, Dash and Dawson. Defended their tag titles against Enzo Mori and Colin Cassidy with Carmella. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Apollo Crews. Bailey defeated Nia Jax via submission. That must have been the guillotine. And Finn Balor defeated Samoa Joe to retain his NXT. This is where Balor came out as like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that was, that really was cool. Super dope. It was better than when he came out as Leatherface in Texas. <laughs> that was a little weird, but that's okay. He's going to do weird things. That's what he's about. 
He's the Demon King. The the D Demon King. Damn it. Uh, satpod360yahoo.com if you want to send us an email or your predictions. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at satpod. Myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at Scottbox64. At BB Boris at PWA Wrestling CA. Uh, go to their website, pwrestling.ca, for your videos and everything else that you will need. Uh, if you're going to the uh, the house show tomorrow slash Friday in Edmonton and you see us, scream at us, and I'm sure we'll do something. Give funny. us a shout. Um, what else was that? Buy a say? t-shirt, whatamaneuver.net. There you go. That's a good little plug. Get yourself a nice little tank top. For the Summer's out. Sun's out. Gun's out. Unless, of course, you're one of, one of the three that... <laughs> one of the three that we owe a shirt to anyway, then don't buy Don't a shirt buy one. We'll get you one. Um, yeah, and enjoy the money in the bank. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully. Fingers are firmly crossed. Scotty, do your thing. Until next time, guys, keep on dropping the elbow on the grandfather clock. Woo!